Salutations. Welcome to Pod Mortem. I'm Renee Hunter Vasquez, joined as always by my co-host, my husband, and my brother. Hi, I'm John Paul Vasquez. Hi, I'm Travis Hunter. This week, we're recording live from a raging high school party discussing the 2019 psychological horror film, Ma. This film was directed by Tate Taylor and written by Scotty Lands. Relishing the idea of having a lead role and playing a completely different character than she normally does, Octavia Spencer immediately joined Taylor in his attempt to make a dark film. While they both succeeded in departing from their usual projects, Ma received mixed to negative reviews. Still, this film boasts undeniably strong and committed performances from the majority of its cast with a blend of dark humor and serious themes. This film was the winner of our May Patreon poll, so thank you to all of our patrons who participated and voted. If you want to help us pick an episode, join us over on the Patreon at patreon.com slash thepodmortem. So, what did you guys think of Ma the first time you saw it? I remember seeing trailers for the movie, but never like fully watching the trailer or like, uh, it's not that it didn't look interesting. I was just always in passing or whatever, really pay attention to the movie, uh, but you guys showed me the trailer before we watched this for the show. <laughs> and I was, um, I, 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 I feel like it gave away the, the feel of the movie. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. Yeah. The whole movie, um, <laughs> watching the movie for the show, I had a lot of feelings. I don't want to say in a negative way, but they weren't good. Uh, <laughs> I, I, there was parts that I was like, okay, okay, you know what I mean? But also I was like, this is, this is weird. I don't, I don't understand some of the choices or like where the movie was trying to go or whatever. Um, I guess I get it. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, <laughs> <laughs> it's, I mean, it's a fun movie. I will say that, but it does, it is, uh, I, you just sound, you sound defeated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, Tor, I will say that the latter half of the movie was just not for me. Okay. I did not uh, understand what was going on and it just kind of was like, eh. But watching it for the first time, I mean, I I'm, I will say this and I'll be honest. I would like to watch this movie without having to stop it for reviews um, or for notes, but I still think I'm going to get the same thing out of it. And yeah. that's my fear. So I probably won't rewatch it. Uh-huh now maybe later. <laughs> maybe later maybe in a few years yes well you just watched it yesterday yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> give it some time um the first time i watched this movie i didn't really care for it at all mm-hmm. and so i was like well, i'm gonna go into it with a fresh mind and i'm going to analyze it differently and see everything that they were trying to do mm-hmm. so the second time i watched the movie I didn't really like it at all. <laughs> <laughs> and i think i know why this time it's not all negative yeah you know because i mean you have Octavia Spencer, who's great. Mm-hmm. Juliette Lewis. Love, love both of them. That's the thing. Yeah. Is going into this, I'm like, oh, hell yeah. Yeah. But. But. but that, and that's the thing. The performances, I don't feel like the performances are bad. Not at all. There's, I, I do know. I know where the issue is. Okay. For me, it's the script. Okay. May, yeah. I think you're right. Because, I mean, I think that the things that. It pilfers from a lot of other films that did these things better. Mm-hmm. And then the stuff that is feeling more original, they drop the ball on it. Yeah. And then it loses its potential. Because when you think about it, the premise is actually pretty good. It yeah. is. It and is. Then, and then what happened? 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like, and I did read that something that happens was added later on that it wasn't in the original script. And I think that I feel that. Okay. Um, But we'll get to that when we get to it. I saw this in theaters um, with my friend Charlie. We went, we were very excited. It's Octavia Spencer. It's Juliette Lewis. We were, you know, we were down. Uh-huh. Um, I remember both of us being like, what the fuck? <laughs> At various points in the film i remember us laughing i remember it being over and we were like what the fuck did we just watch because it's not (laughs) what we had thought we were going to see it was a fun time Mm -hmm. with charlie (laughs) (laughs) but the film i was like i don't like you i don't even know if i liked that so watching it this time the first probably half i was like i'm still here Mm -hmm. like i'm i'm not and then kind of the back half, I'm like, okay, I think this is where you start to lose me. Mm-hmm. And like you said, T, I think I understand why this time, kind of looking at it a little bit deeper and looking at the story as a whole, where it went wrong, because the performances are good. The premise is good. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of things. <laughs> also, there was an, an alternate ending that made me laugh. <laughs> I don't oh, know fuck. if y'all saw it. <laughs> I didn't. But I didn't we'll, know about we'll that. Get to it. There are a lot of deleted scenes as well that if, I mean, the, the deleted scenes, a lot of them are less than a minute long and they add character and they add, they fill in a couple plot points that I was like, well, how did she see that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, there's, there's a moment of extreme plot convenience that actually sets the entire film into motion. Uh-huh. Uh for me that I feel like the circumstance of it happening are not exactly explained. Uh-huh. Because what we learn of this character would make a lot more sense if it was all kind of a plan. Fabricated yeah. or yeah. yeah calculated. But it it's just circumstantial and it's like, oh, that's <laughs> yeah. interesting. I yeah. think I think you I know? may have an answer for that. With a deleted scene? Uh no, just from being kind of feeling the same way and uh-huh. then being like, oh, I guess if blank. Okay. There, there's a moment as well that I wanted to, well, maybe not just a moment, but this movie feels like a PG-13 film that is doing its best to do things to earn it its R rating. <laughs> I can see that for sure. There's it's a couple really things in particular. That do not. There's, there's one yeah. thing in yeah. particular. Like, really? I was like, oh my <laughs> fucking God. This movie? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, this is interesting. And I got to say, I was very surprised because our poll this month, all the titles had something to do with Mother's Mom's Ma. Okay. I won't say what all the movies were, but there were a lot of good movies on there. A lot of interesting movies on there. Uh I was very surprised. And it ran, (laughs) Ma ran away. I'm I'm, I'm sorry, but you're like, like, I won't say what all the movies were, but there was, you know, there's stuff about Mother, there's stuff (laughs) about (laughs) Mama. (laughs) Uh, And uh, celebrating Mother's Day. (laughs) But maybe Mother's going to bed. (laughs) Mommy's going to sleep. You know, I'm not going to say what the movies were. What would you say? (laughs) What would you say to him? If you're but this movie ran away with it it and it's so funny because we cultivate these polls and we all kind of oh i think blank is gonna win blank's gonna run away with that blank is gonna come in last place we do that every time and most of the time we are proven very wrong yes and this time we were all proven wrong and i know why because we were trying to find the movies that fit the theme yeah but ma 
had no requests from anyone. No. <laughs> <laughs> so we were like, you know, we'll put it on there because if it's a theme, it if probably won't the win. Theme, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it ran away with it. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I think that that shows some that this is, you know, we talk a lot about quote unquote bad movies or whatever. I don't think that this is a bad movie. No. I think that it lost its way and maybe through talking about it we can kind of see I don't know what 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 parts to celebrate in it because today we are celebrating ma i guess <laughs> <laughs> i'm interested to see where you guys kind of because it, it, it there's a point now bring it up later to where for me i was like all right that's enough that's the line like, yeah it was like i was like come on now you're you're making me feel a way that i don't want to feel and it's like uh, I, uh, bad yeah like, uh, I, I don't like that um i did want to because <laughs> you mentioned it at the top um i had read some articles i read one in bloody disgusting one in variety and one in gq that's the difficulty with this movie is they were basically saying the same thing in every interview uh-huh. okay and so there isn't a lot of background on this but um tate taylor the director he directed the help um which had octavia spencer yeah the role she won an oscar for yeah and apparently they were roommates for like seven years oh wow and so they've been friends for forever yeah okay and so whenever he made the help and then he made get on up i think james brown movie Mm -hmm. um he realized that he (laughs) he's like i'm kind of pigeonholing myself into like these feel good yeah um you know historical figure movies right and he kind of wanted to branch out and so he met with jason blum and he told him straight up and this is his direct quote i want to make something fucked up okay and jason blum was like you got it here's five thousand dollars here is a crisp five (laughs) dollars camcorder make it happen (laughs) you know this blair witch kid you can do it um but he handed him scotty land's script okay and the first thing that he had said to Jason Blum was he was like, what do you think about Octavia Spencer? And Blum was like, uh, yeah. Yeah. But you couldn't. He's like, you couldn't get her for this. Yeah. He's like, hold on. He goes into the hall, calls Octavia Spencer. She's in. Well, oh, I, yeah. I saw on a little the little featurette that they have interviewing Octavia Spencer on the Blu-ray. It's like three or four minutes long. Yeah. And it's like intercut with stuff. It's not even a full interview of her. But she said that he called her and she said, what, do I die in the first 15 minutes? Because mm. she's black. Yeah. And he was like, no. He's like, I'm thinking of you for the lead. And she was like, "Like, basically, say less. Yeah, like yeah. she was in. And that this is her first leading role. Damn. Which is appalling. That's yeah. astounding. Yeah. She deserved that way earlier. Yeah. And she is great in this. That's the thing. Anything bad about this film, she gives <laughs> she gives all of herself to it. That's what I'm saying. Like it's not the performances. I don't know not what it all. was, but I guess like you're saying it was just the script. Cause it it every I feel like the kids everybody's doing what they're Even supposed the to kids. do yeah. yeah and and even the dogs yeah <laughs> everybody does yeah, a good poor job. dogs oh my god <laughs> uh, but it, it but it is so I, I all right let's get into this huh? yeah yeah I'm excited and I mean I I always want to commend people for doing something different yeah because for this sure. isn't what their wheelhouse was yeah neither of them they're I mean they they did it they yeah sure, they sure made a film <laughs> and, and hell yeah on him bringing her along. Yeah. I, yeah. I would love to be able to call somebody and be like, look, let's got do a movie. this. I need you to put your best. You know what I mean? Let's go. An yeah. Oscar winner. Yeah. Literally. Oh, yeah. Well, she had it. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? Me, I don't know how good <laughs> <laughs> me and my friends are at acting, but we'll try. <laughs>
Now, before we buy booze for this film, we would like to issue a warning for spoilers. Podmortem is a very in-depth podcast, and in thoroughly discussing horror films, we have no choice but to spoil a thing or two. If you don't wish to be spoiled, please go watch the film, then come back and enjoy the show. If you've already seen the film or don't care about spoilers, then let's party. The film opens with scenic shots of a lake and fields as Horizons by Zach Rogue and Tim Myers plays. A car speeds down the road by itself as we get more shots of the nature that surrounds them. In the passenger seat, Maggie, played by Diana Silvers, dozes as her mother Erica, played by Juliette Lewis, is all smiles as she drives. Once again, shout out to Juliette Lewis. Yes. I'm rewatching the old season of Yellow Jackets with John Paul and watching the new season of Yellow Jackets with myself. And <laughs> <laughs> I love her so fucking much. I just love her. I think everything that she's in, she's just so cool. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't realize um, until I was doing the script for, I think, House of Wax, uh-huh. because Prodigy has a song on there. And I kind of fell down a rabbit hole that she was friends with them and helped them write some of their songs. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, this lady's fucking cool, man. She also has a band that I enjoy. <laughs> really? Yeah, they're called Juliet and the Licks. Oh, nice. Great name. <laughs> yeah. She's I, just awesome. I remember when she was in uh, Natural Born Killers. Yeah. 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 And from Dust Till Dawn. And from yeah. Dust Till Dawn. Oh, that's right. Yes. <laughs> um, I wanted to talk about these scenic shots because they're shots over water. Yeah. Uh-huh. Shots over trees and a car on the road. Mm. Mm-hmm. The Shining? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, take a shot. Take a shot yeah. for sure. <laughs> I'm so sure. There's there's another Stephen King movie that I oh. think was uh, I don't want to say heavily borrowed from, but nodded, winked at, you right. know, nudge, mm-hmm. nudge, something too. Yeah. I also wanted to say this song um, does not seem like the song to begin a film with. It seems like a, a song either that would end an episode of Life is Strange or... <laughs> <laughs> it is giving Life is Strange, yeah, absolutely. But it's not like I don't know these characters enough to wistfully <laughs> yeah. like, think about their lives right now. So I don't know. It just seemed weird. Just wait. Oh, okay. So I was... So we're coming into a new place or where are we're returning home or something? Or Both. Let's All find right. out. Yeah. yeah. Let's see. <laughs> In the backseat, their dog, Louie, seems happy as well. The music swells as their vehicle continues to make its way to their destination, pulling a U-Haul container behind them. I just want to say every um, first appearance of a dog in a horror movie, I'm worried. Oh, yeah. yeah. Literally, any yeah. pet. I'm like, please be okay. <laughs> please be okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nature gives way to a town and the town gives way to a neighborhood. They reach a sign announcing dead end and we cut to them unloading the car at their new home. An undisclosed amount of time later, Maggie and Erica are getting ready together in the bathroom mirror. Erica asks Maggie if she's nervous, and she admits that she is because it's a big school. But Erica says that first days are always a little goofy, but she knows that they'll both be fine. She plays with her daughter's hair as she proclaims that they're modern babes in a modern world. Maggie shrinks away from her laughing, asking how they're related. Okay, so <laughs> this this you know that meme of the uh, lady in the grocery store with the pea, the bag of peas on her head and the comment is, "Oh my god, she's so crazy." Yeah. <laughs> I love her. That's how I felt about this because she's like everything will be fine. She's like my mom guy. Oh my good god. lord. And then how there, are we related? There's a deleted scene where she insists on taking an Uber instead of having her mom drop her off. Oh. And Erica's like, "You know why?" And she's like, "Remember we're modern babes in a modern world." 
and it's a laugh. Nah. So there was supposed to be a callback to this, and it, this was just no. it. <laughs> and she's like, "Mom, shut the fuck up." <laughs> I gotta say, they 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 do a great job of not endearing these teenage characters to us. Yeah, yeah, it's and kind that, of especially teens that we're gonna meet in a little bit. We'll 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 yeah. get into it. We'll get into it. We cut to Maggie walking through the halls of the school. There are many students making their way to class or standing in their friend groups and talking. She does catch eyes with Andy, played by Corey Fogelmanis, as he talks to his friends, but she continues on. The bell rings and Maggie is completely lost. Everyone disperses going to their classrooms, but she consults a paper with her schedule on it. So I noticed the trio caught she caught their attention. Uh-huh. Yes. So maybe we'll have to remember them. Maybe they'll <laughs> be friends later. Yeah. yeah. No, no. They're, they're not giving everything away. No. no, not at all. I will say that um, this, as a person, I know we've all experienced it several yeah. times. Yeah. It yeah. sucks. It yeah. really fucking sucks. So I'm like, maybe Maggie's not all that bad. Yeah. yeah. She did diss her really cool mom. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe she's not all that bad. But as Maggie walks down the empty hall, she sees Jeannie, played by Tanya Wavers. Jeannie sits at the bottom of an incline in the hall in her motorized wheelchair. Maggie offers her help and Jeannie accepts, explaining that the chair didn't charge correctly the night before and it's almost out of juice. Maggie asks where she's going and Jeannie says that all she needed was the little push. She thanks Maggie for helping, calling her a lifesaver. Before they part ways, Maggie awkwardly tells her, you too, and immediately berates herself. We've all done that. Yeah, for sure. I hate it at a restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. When they're like, enjoy your meal. And we're like, yes, you, you do. Yeah. Like, Damn it. You're not eating it all. Right here, have a bite. Have a bite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the meme where the cashier's like, the receipt's in the bag, and you go, you too, and then the cashier's in the bag. <laughs> right, get in. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, five, I've said it. Now you have to do it. We're like five minutes in. I think we've referenced like three memes. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what this episode is, I guess. <laughs> As Erica's first day as a server in a casino, she meets Stu, played by Dominic Burgess, who announces that they're co-workers. Uh, who? What's his name? His name is Psycho Pete. Psycho yeah. Pete! <laughs> Ride the train. Yeah! Uh, <laughs> um, he's also, do you remember, he played Victor Buono in Feud. Yes, he did. Yeah. And yeah. he did really good. He did. And yeah. he also played John Wayne Gacy. Yes. Oh, it's, okay. It's, he's done stuff. Yeah. I remember seeing this. It's dude. unfair because he's a very good actor. Mm-hmm. But every time I see him, I'm like, Psycho P. Yeah. <laughs> That's all yeah. I see. <laughs> but he asks how Erica's first day on the floor is going, asking if it's everything she ever dreamed of. And Erica says that it beats having a day job. At lunch back at the school, Maggie stands on a landing over the cafeteria alone and watches people eating with their friends. We get one more shot of Erica at the casino, similarly alone, before seeing Maggie unpacking her lunch in the library. The sandwich bag has a sticky note with the message from Erica, love your butt, hugs. Maggie smiles at this and starts to eat, but she's interrupted when a group of kids walk in. I did want to say the shot of her above um, the thing in the window. Yeah. It was giving Mrs. Bouvier. (laughs) 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 Um... (laughs) Just the thought. <laughs> Just the thought. That's it. Yeah. I think I think it's really the graduate, isn't it? Or something. Yeah, I was gonna say we're not yeah. gonna talk about the original. We're no, gonna no, talk no, about no. Grandpa um, Simpson. Yes. <laughs> you know. Spoofing it. Well. <laughs> Which one did I see first? Yeah. Fair enough. Which yeah. one's more important? Yeah. <laughs> Always the Simpsons. Yeah. Was it the graduate? I don't know. Yeah, I think I don't know. All right. It was it was Abraham Jason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
But Haley, played by McKaylee Miller, comments that Maggie does have a nice butt. She noticed it this morning because she's very perceptive, but she makes it a point to say that she's not a lesbian or anything. I don't know. So I'm like, I already don't like you. Yeah. The way that they have these kids talk sometimes or some of the shit that they say, I'm like, we're supposed to sympathize with them. Like, I know sometimes kids can say some dumb shit but it's three times like yeah, in the span of yeah it's, uh, it's it's really off-putting it's weird because these are we're supposed to like them right yeah and i i i don't i i don't understand okay because i feel, well i feel like here's the thing you can appreciate something just by being you just by appreciating something okay hey that that's a nice butt or that's a what okay you're saying her need to be yeah you don't need to be like oh man i'm not gay though it doesn't even if you were that doesn't matter i was gonna say and that implies that being gay is a a negative thing it doesn't matter what you are you can appreciate anything it's gross it's even worse later yeah because it's like come on Yeah, yeah no it's it's gross and again i don't know if you know, maybe we're trying to capture that, you know, teenage ignorance or something, but it really didn't work. For I, me. Yeah, Whatever we didn't need. you were trying to do, especially well, with this generation. They don't talk like that. No, no. But I don't know. Well, whatever. But this is, this is also what happens when I guarantee an adult is writing for who a teenage wrote it, girl. Who, who went to high school in the 80s. <laughs> yeah. Because this is the shit probably. Yeah. yeah. No, it is. You no, know, fair enough. But yeah, that, that's a miss for yeah. me. Yeah. But Haley says that it's weird for Maggie's first day to be on a Friday in February. So she asks if she's a military brat. Maggie's not. She just introduces herself and says that it's her first day and she transferred. I would let the kids wait till Monday. Yeah. That's, that's, a hard, yeah. that's rough. Does Go it matter one day? Starting school on a Friday? Dude, I would love to start school on a Friday. A brand new school? <laughs> Hell no, yeah. man. Started on a Friday and then get two weeks off from that, st- that fucking place? Two weeks? Two weeks. Two days. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not going back. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Mom, dad, I'm quitting school. <laughs> one day was enough. Uh, they broke my They broke my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, <laughs> but imagine if you're like what, 16 years old and you're you move into this new town, would you really want to do 5 days in a row first thing? I'd rather have 3 days to do nothing. 3? Oh, Friday, right. Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. No, I got two weeks. Time yeah. like, yeah, two weeks. <laughs> like I don't know what Time the days of the week <laughs> are. <laughs> Flat circle. Time is hard. Yes. <laughs> But Haley relates that being new sucks because she transferred here last year herself. She picks up Maggie's phone and asks Stephanie, played by Margaret Fagan, if she's still having a party tomorrow. Stephanie confirms that she is and Haley types into Maggie's phone. After adding her own contact, she gives Maggie her phone back and invites her to join them. But Maggie declines. She's going to a music festival with her mom. Haley is taken aback, commenting that people would kill to be so popular. She joins her group of friends, calling back to Maggie to have fun with her mom and all those fucking old people. What the hell? Oh no! Yeah. That's why I'm like, we're supposed to like you in like yeah. two scenes. Yeah, I, it's so. What if? What if Maggie's like, yeah, we're also going with my grandmother, so I will have fun with I the will. fucking old people. Yeah, <laughs> you jerk. <laughs> well, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, though. What? I, I will say that when I was a teenager and my mom wanted me to go do stuff with her. There was times when I was like, I don't really want to do that, mom. It's like, no, let's go. 
no for sure but for to say to somebody that you don't even know yeah have fun with your mom and all those fucking old oh people. no that's rude as shit <laughs> but i'm just saying mean. I, I mean i can understand as a kid you know being like come on you really that's what you want to go do and it's like no but i have to my mom wants me yeah to. and it I means mean, a lot to my maybe, mom so maybe you kind of mess with your friends uh-huh. but yeah but not somebody new you no. yeah, yeah, not but somebody new also like you don't even know my mom is in juliet and the licks like <laughs> she's playing <laughs> <It's festival>. her <laughs> festival <laughs> she's cool as yeah. shit so you don't even know what you're talking about yeah. <laughs> they're not gonna be friends yeah <laughs> but the friend group leaves last in line is andy who gives maggie a shy wave with them gone maggie just laughs to herself his shy wave made me laugh because they hadn't spoken a word to no. each other. Well, I, they made eye contact in the hall this morning. Yeah. Some so I guess that's enough. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. I mean, we saw people fall in love last week for less. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> With oh, less. Yeah. <laughs> did, did you faint outside of my museum? <laughs> well, be still my beating heart. God damn. <laughs> But the next day, back at home wearing her casino uniform, Erica stomps around the house, clearly having lost something. Maggie comes out and Erica says that she has to cover for someone at work. Maggie asks, what about the music festival? Erica finally finds her keys and apologetically says that there's nothing she can do about it. She's the new kid and they need the money. She tells Maggie that she made her pancakes and that she'll text her later before snatching up her purse and leaving. Maggie just dejectedly tells her bye. Later, she sits alone in her room eating pizza when she picks up her phone. She sends a text and immediately gets one back. The box shouldn't be on the floor, right? It yeah. shouldn't. That was just a personal thing. <laughs> <laughs> Eat at a table. That's fine. And you got a dog running around the house. Yeah, he yeah. probably... There were pieces missing. Yeah. <laughs> Multiple. I just want to point it out. <laughs> it was like three-eighths of the pie. Yeah. <laughs> that were missing conspicuously. <laughs> These teeth marks? Yeah, what right. the hell? <laughs> But immediately we cut to Maggie rushing outside as a horn honks. Haley stands outside of a van urging Maggie to hurry up and get in, singing that Maggie came to party. Again, we've had this one rude interaction in the library. Yes. I don't, it, it, they're acting like, I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know. It's the passage of time for me. Yeah, it's a little confusing because when this no, happens. No, it's tomorrow. That's the problem. Yeah. yeah. You you let this f- for like a week. Yeah. yeah. That's fine. But this is literally the day you met these people. Yeah. That That's what confused me because, you know, we get introduced here in a second, but it's like, what? Yeah. It's like, didn't, how long has passed or when was this? What the fuck? Yeah. And they're all like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. who is this? You don't know. I yeah. don't know. It's just weird. <laughs> Only Haley has she spoken. She could be awful. Yeah. Too yeah. No shit. Yeah. Unless Haley's like, look, I, she's real cool. Yeah. <laughs> She, she didn't even get mad at the old people thing. Yeah. <laughs> I tested all the water. Yeah. She's cool with everything. But Maggie gets in the van and is introduced to the friend group, minus Stephanie. She's not here. With a little casual homophobia, Darrell, played by Dante Brown, introduces Maggie to Andy and Haley's boyfriend, Chaz, played by Gianni Paolo. Haley says that the party is canceled because Stephanie's mom is a bitch, so they're just going to drive around and get drunk. She asks Maggie if that's cool, and Maggie is down. They peel off, Haley yelling, let's get drunk. So that that moment with uh, Darrell was where I was like, Jesus. It's too much. Yeah, I don't, I, again, I still don't understand. 
You remember that episode of uh, Seinfeld, the contest, when she was like, "These are your friends." <laughs> that's how I felt. That's um, exactly how I felt. I felt the indignation. Um, <laughs> like I get it I now. I totally get it. I get it. <laughs> but um, <laughs> no, I just I already. It's already starting at a disadvantage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But the group parks outside of a liquor store and everyone waits in the car except for Darrell, who stands outside the door, nervously waiting to ask people to buy them booze. Now you say park. (laughs) (laughs) I did say park. (laughs) Do you mean they're parked at the front door? Yes. They're parked like they're checking into a hotel. (laughs) Yeah. I I know there's curbside service, but I mean, not when you're trying to get somebody. Yeah, not not when when you're you're a child. No, and what they're about to do. This is the worst place (laughs) for them to be. Everybody can see you right there. And they're smoking and they're like, (laughs) (laughs) yelling out the window. No, do it more confidently. It's like, oh my God. It's not working. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Why do you think people are (laughs) get lost? (laughs) Good Lord. In the van, Haley offers Maggie the vape that they're passing around. When Maggie declines, Haley is appalled that she doesn't vape. She says that you can smoke all you want until you're 25, and then if you quit, nothing bad will happen. Maggie looks at her like she's an idiot because she is. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, say, I don't know. That's, not, that's no. not how <laughs> yeah. lungs work. The surgeon's general's like, no, that's, yeah. No, no, that's right. 25? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I put it, we put it on every pack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't smoke. <laughs> don't. They laugh at Durrell as he's rejected again and again. Finally, he returns to the van saying that it's racist out there and somebody else needs to try. In his defense, that dude was a dick. That yeah, he, he, no, yeah, he was. Yeah, so Didn't I, he like push him or he something? He called him boy. Yeah, yeah. I don't like yeah, that. Yeah, so it is pretty racist I don't out like there. that. Haley says that she can't. The cashier knows her stepdad. They volunteer Maggie because she's new and no one knows her. Plus, she needs to prove that she's not a narc. Okay, I think that somebody else should have said that they're known here because mm-hmm. Haley made it known that they just moved here last year. Yeah. yeah. So it's not as if that she has yeah, a tie true. to the town yeah. like everybody else mm-hmm. does. That's true. Not only that, I feel like her getting in the van and being like, sure, let's go. You know what I mean? <laughs> you You're know, kind of already co-signing that we're yeah, going to drive around and drink. Right. You're in here with us. You smell like weed, just like we do. <laughs> I mean, yeah. One of us. One of us. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it would have made more sense because we established later that Andy's dad is kind of a hard ass. Yeah. So yeah. it would have worked more for him. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of confused character moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is just the beginning. But the smile drops from Maggie's face and Darrell hands her the list in the cash and advises that she just cry if the cops come and they'll let her off. Haley says that they've never let her off before. And Darrell says that's because they know she's nasty. What? Are we friends or yeah, not? Yeah, I don't. I don't know what. I would never speak to my friends. This Nasty. Way. Like, I need a shower. Do I got bo? They're what like, the you fuck? stink. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're trying to get you off the yeah. streets. <laughs> I I just don't. I don't get this group. Also, this list is unbelievable. Yeah, really. Yeah. You're asking a lot. You guys are not finishing that. Stop that. No. <laughs> and it's. <laughs> we'll talk. <laughs> We cut to Maggie standing outside the store. When she's rebuffed by a woman, they all laugh at her and tell her to be more confident. A woman crosses the street, walking a dog, and when she's asked for change, she tells the unhoused man, played by Creek Wilson, not today. Still smoking, everyone in the van points at Maggie to ask her. The woman approaches. 
Sue Ann, played by Octavia Spencer, tries to walk right past Maggie, but Maggie stops her. She tries to hand Sue Ann the list and says that she has cash if she'll buy this for her and her friends. Sue Ann immediately tells her no and starts to walk away. Maggie admits that this is weird, but she sincerely asks her, please. Sue Ann asks if spending the night in jail sounds fun to her. Seeing that this is going south, Andy steps out of the car and apologizes to Sue Ann. Maggie heads back toward the van asking if they can just go. And Andy says yes. I do want to point out the consistent theme of our recent episodes. Maybe not so much the mummy. Uh, <laughs> but of um actors playing very much against type yeah and also using their likability yes yeah. kind of against us yeah um, definitely against us because yeah. this is a prime example that we'll learn obviously later on but i just feel like octavia spencer is just such a likable person yes oh yeah i also want to point out the fact that each one of these kids is asking people to buy liquor for them standing in sight of the cashier of the store. Absolutely. Yeah. Outside the front right door there. in broad daylight. I mean, they're not even waiting at the back or anything. No. I, I will say real quick, I've had something like this happen to me before. I was getting, and it, was, it wasn't for alcohol. The kid wanted me to buy him blunt wraps. And I guess he had tried to go inside the store and they told him no. Mm -hmm. And I had just got a haircut and he was like, hey, Mr. 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 I go, what did the lady tell you? She told me no. I was like, what do you think I'm going to tell you? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dude, if I go in there and that lady's, I go, they see yeah, you standing out here, yeah. dude. Exactly. I go, why are y'all standing right here? And he was like, because nobody will buy them. I was like, sorry, dude. Do, no, I get a better plan. I worked yeah. at 7-Eleven for a while and that's literally or back in the day it was in the training that I mean that's the oldest trick in yeah. the book. Can I buy this? No, you're 18. Somebody else. Yeah, I'm going to get a pack of cigarettes and this. Like yeah. the exact same thing. <laughs> that's weird. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's obvious. Yeah. But it just I guess proves the naivete of kids that they think yeah. that this is a yeah. plan that makes sense. If someone else does it. Yeah. Yeah, they did and then I took his weed from him and laughed. <laughs> <laughs> like there's your lesson yeah. <laughs> don't talk to strangers <laughs> he'll never do it again <laughs> I bet he won't <laughs> but at the side of Andy Sue Ann eyes the Hawkins security label on the front of the van with understanding she says that she sees what's going on now a man sent a girl to do his dirty work she chuckles, saying that she used to do the same thing when she was their age. Andy apologizes again and asks if she can hook them up. So he's still like, no, nah, but for real, yeah. can you get the booze or not? <laughs> she says that she wouldn't be able to live with herself if they got into an accident. But Andy says that he doesn't drink and he's the one driving. He promises that they're just going to hang out at the rock piles. The rock piles? Yeah. You mean those five rocks next to the three rocks? <laughs> that, That's it. Yeah, that, all right. It, I mean, there really is nothing to do in this. No. <laughs> I I did also want to point out, I, I appreciated the sly look at the van. Yeah. yeah. Because obviously a bit of um, things we don't know yet. Yes. Yeah. But um, so there's a little planting of seeds. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I will say this uh, interaction is convenient and circumstantial. Yeah. Well, so, so th she... It seems as though the she works at a vet clinic. We'll yes. find out very soon. It's right there. Uh huh. So I think she's walking the dog, a patient at the clinic mm -hmm. down the street. And they happen. The liquor store happens to be right here. I know. But what I'm saying is who is meeting who? Oh, well, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's it's not, very I convenient. Can't speak to that. 
<laughs> I'm just telling you how she got here. Yeah, and I will say she uh, is, I believe, a vet tech, much like yeah. May Kennedy. Yeah. 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 But um, our vet friends, are y'all, y'all, y'all okay? Yeah. Well, that and uh, just the fact that you know May did it <laughs> first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sue Ann looks him over and says that she knows where that is. They used to hang out there all the time when she was a kid. Sensing her relenting, Maggie steps toward her with the cash and the list. Throwing caution to the wind, Sue Ann tells them to take the dog and not to tell. They agree. She heads inside and greets the cashier by name as the door closes behind her. That, for me, should be a problem. Yeah. They're like, oh, Sue Ann, you know you normally buy yeah. eight <laughs> yeah. bottles of liquor? And That's true. Because and, uh, they, these kids go fucking overboard. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah. But they pass a joint around in the back of the van, which... Uh, an adult is coming back right now uh-huh. doing a favor for us that she should not have done. Maybe wait yeah. to light up the joint until she's gone. What's funny is just because she's cool with the liquor doesn't yeah. mean <laughs> she's going to be cool with everything. Well, not only that, the do- the doors are fully open. Yes. Yeah. Anybody passing by could smell it. You could probably smell it inside the store. And we're still parked in front of yeah, the we're, store. Yeah, we're still parked in front of the store. Okay, like, yeah, we're checking in from... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we've booked through Travelocity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, this is a liquor store. Yeah. Uh, not a sponsor. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> Just for the record. But call us. Yeah, we'll um, do it. Enjoy your flight. <laughs> <laughs> but I do want to note that Maggie and Andy are not smoking. They're sitting with the dog. Finally, Sue Who Ann- is smoking? Who is smoking? <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> now my dog's high. <laughs> <laughs> But <laughs> finally, <laughs> Sue Ann comes out with a box of liquor. She sets it down and says that they didn't have fireball, so she got aftershock. The group looks absolutely thrilled, but Sue Ann reminds them that this never happened. They agree, and Andy thanks her for doing this. With a wink, she asks him, for doing what? Without another word, she leaves with the dog and Darrell and Chaz immediately tell Andy that that old chick wants to sit on his face. I mean, that's fucking hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) I will say that that was super funny. I stopped the movie for a second. I was like, that's fucking funny. Sue Ann was within earshot. (laughs) No, yeah, she's not even gone yet. No. But they all laugh and Andy just looks over at Maggie, who is in the passenger seat now with a smile. He's like, you know, she's probably the, you got you better step up if you want to say something. Good lord. You want to say what, what I mean, are you talking yeah. about? He's like, eh? Yeah. I'm a hot commodity. What you is like happening? me. If you like me, you need to open your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> What's next, dude? <laughs> what happened? What happened next? <laughs> <laughs> Andy pulls off in the van, but before he turns off onto the street, Sue Ann appears in Maggie's window and slams her hand on it. Everyone is startled, but Maggie rolls down the window. Sue Ann just forgot to give them their change. She hands it back, saying that she's not some thug. Andy thanks her again, and Sue Ann looks him up and down before telling them to drive safe and walking away. Maggie eyes her suspiciously. Should there be suspicion yet, do you think? No, I mean, I don't, I... Well, I'm, they both like the same guy. I'm try- <laughs> besides, that, <laughs> besides that part. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of myself as a teenager. I would be like, that lady's the fucking shit. Yeah. She's, that, she's so cool, blah, blah, blah. Like, I wouldn't be like, 
hmm, buying booze for underage. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's us now. That's yeah. us now. That's me at 33. Right. I'm a teenager. That's the coolest fucking lady I've ever met in my life. No, I wouldn't I wouldn't be eyeing her. Unless, you know, I have a crush on this dude and maybe these guys yeah, are that- right, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I will, again, and I apologize, but this is another story. I remember that <laughs> when I was young, we had an older guy that one of my friends knew who went and bought us beer one time, but he bought us O'Doul's, so it was non-alcoholic. Uh. And we, the whole time, we were like, man, I hope this dude doesn't fuck this up. I hope he's, he's really weird. Why is he buying his beer? It's okay, he's doing it. And we were, so even then we knew it was weird, but when he came back, we are like, yeah, he bought his beer. And then it was like, oh, you bought his non-alcoholic beer. Take it back. I can't. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it really sucked, but even it then. It really sucked. <laughs> <laughs> that was our money, dude. I, first of all, I know, but you're looking a gift horse in the mouth. He went, <laughs> he went and bought it for you. But that's what I'm saying. As a teen, yeah, even if you're like, <laughs> this is a little weird you're when still. it happens you're like fuck yeah it doesn't so it matter, matter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it really sucks <laughs> we were very two upset. cases of the shit <laughs> what are we gonna do with that <laughs> back at work at the vet clinic sue ann looks up andy hawkins on facebook at that point it was okay maybe she does a little weird yeah. a little weird she sees a photo with Haley, Chaz, and Darrell all tagged in it and clicks on Haley's name. She clicks on a notification on Haley's page that she's friends with Maggie Thompson. She clicks on Maggie's name and is taken to her page. The internet is dangerous. Yeah, it I is. I mean, it's scary. She looks at a photo of Erica with their dog, Louie, before clicking back to Andy's profile. She sees a post from Ben Hawkins for Hawkins Security and clicks on the picture with the phone number on it. She is called away from her computer and leaves. The group arrives at the rock pile and Maggie comments that it seems very secluded. Andy tells her that, unfortunately, it's the best drinking spot in town. He asks where she's from and she tells him that she moved here from San Diego about a week ago. Andy laughs that a week is enough time to realize that there's nothing to do in this town. He's like, it sucks. (laughs) And then he apologizes because she lives here now. But Maggie says that this town is just like anywhere else. Andy takes this opportunity to put his arm around Maggie and Muse, not anymore. And they join the rest of the group. This is pretty smooth. Yeah, right. He's a little yeah, squirrely yeah, dude, right. but that was, that was pretty good. He is. Yeah. Well, yeah. One thing I will say is that um, it's just good that they have great chemistry, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, it's all right. At the vet. <laughs> <laughs> While she's tending to a dog, Sue Ann makes a call on her cell. We cut to Ben Hawkins' vehicle. Ben, played by Luke Evans, is actively getting the old wakey-wakey eggs and fellatio, a.k.a. the old thinner, by Mercedes, played by Missy Pyle, when his phone starts to ring. Fellatiate. Yes. A little decorum. (laughs) That was decorum. Okay. I mean, I I can take the decorum mode off if you Mm -hmm. want me to. No, I'll give you your flowers. All right. Thank you. (laughs) After a moment, Ben dismisses Mercedes from her duties and answers the phone. On the other end, Sue Ann asks if this is Ben Hawkins from Hawkins Security, and he says yes. He asks who he's speaking with, but instead of answering, Sue Ann just says that a young man that he might know may be drinking with his friends out at the rock piles. Ben asks who he might know, and Sue Ann drops the dime. Andy. Ben asks who he's speaking with, and Sue Ann slyly replies, a little birdie, as Dr. Brooks, played by Allison Janney, walks into the room. I just want to <laughs> say, getting her in this film, I know that she was also in The Help. Yeah. So she probably knows Tate Taylor. It's probably a favor. Yeah. 
I think they said that she was working on another film and they flew her in for this small role. It is oh, yeah? small. Yeah. For uh, who she is? Usually, basically, her her entire role is get back to work. <laughs> but it's great. <laughs> she's no, great. She's Love so it. fucking yeah. up. She's always great. <laughs> yeah. But when you have an actress of this caliber, give her a little more. Yeah. No, yeah, but I feel like that, like, uh, every time she's, she's there, I, uh, I was like, fuck yeah. It's great. It's great. But uh, also, Missy Pyle, if you recall, she yeah. was the Nancy Grace stand in and Gone Girl. Oh, oh shit. Oh, she was. That's right. Yeah, she's great. That movie's a- incredible. Yeah. It is. David Fincher. Yeah. But just as Sue Ann is hanging up the phone, looking very pleased with herself, <laughs> Dr. Brooks loudly says, Sue Ann, why isn't this dog prepped? <laughs> <laughs> see bring, yeah. her, bring her back to reality very quick <laughs> she has one speed and it's that yeah and why the man what a time to interrupt somebody she's like a little birdie yeah like she was what feeling what herself fuck? on that one well, no get I, your ass back <laughs> i'm not paying you to be cryptic on the phone. yeah <laughs> <laughs> Sue Ann tries to stammer out an excuse, but Dr. Brooks informs her that she doesn't want to see her anymore today. She tells her to go home and scoops the dog up, saying that she'll prep the dog herself. Sue Ann leaves the room without another word, but Dr. Brooks calls out to her to stay off her damn phone. Back in the car, Ben sits in silence. Mercedes tries to get back on the fellage, but Ben stops her. He just went from getting domed out to having to dad up, and he needs a minute. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll be taking this. I'll be taking those flowers back. No, I heard oh, them. I mean, he- Yoink. <laughs> None of that. It's what happened. That, was, I mean, that is literally what happened, and that was still very good nice. Good time to bad time. Yes. Oh, I, I, I appreciate you just trying to, you know, cheer you back up. But no, yeah. not right now, hold on. She was like, now where were yeah. we? Hey, Nate, what happens next? <laughs> oh, like, uh, Mercedes an- is annoyed, I guess. Oh, okay. And Ben ignores her and makes a phone call. Is that what you wanted? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's night at the rock pile now, and everyone is drinking around a bonfire except for Maggie. Hold on. Wait. When, when when what's happening now because when we were with dad it was uh afternoon. daylight and, yeah yeah and then he made a phone call and all of a sudden time passed well this- a lot of time because <laughs> yeah. it's it's night yeah night. he's like we'll figure it out in six hours yeah. <laughs> i'll have- get to it when i get to yeah. it okay yeah. have six hours of fun but <laughs> <A fire. laughs> <laughs> Haley presents maggie with a bottle of her favorite drink and tells her to try it Andy chimes in that she doesn't have to if she doesn't want to, but she does. She takes a drink and coughs. Just as she starts to comment on how strong the drink is, a police siren blares. They scramble, ditching their joints and trying to hide the bottles. Maggie asks if she should hide, but Haley assures her that she's a girl, so she'll be fine. Chaz and Darrell hide, and Andy, Maggie, and Haley stand as the cop starts to approach them. And Maggie comments that her mom is going to fucking kill her if she goes to prison, which I thought was really good. <laughs> Officer Granger, played by Tate Taylor, the director, comes over and immediately tells Chaz and Darrell to come out of their hiding spots. He shines his flashlight at all of them and says that he got a call that there were teenagers drinking at the rock piles (laughs) six hours ago, give or take. (laughs) We have a lot of other things to deal with. (laughs) This is really low on the Hmm. list of importance. He shines his light in Maggie's face and asks if she's seen anyone. Andy steps in front of her and tries to answer, but Officer Granger makes it clear that he wants to hear from Maggie. 
He has Andy put his arms out and he quickly searches him. He shines the light in Andy's face and says that his father sent him out here to arrest him. He says that he played football with Andy's dad in high school and he's a dick. (laughs) The tension is broken and the teenagers chuckle. Officer Granger says that he's going to come back in 10 minutes and all their shit better be gone. Everyone hastily agrees and Granger makes good on his promise and leaves. The group starts to gather their things. I just wanted to say very quickly that this is how you cameo in your film that you're directing. Yeah. He wasn't like before he got back into his car, he wasn't like, you know, there's a there's this lady <laughs> this lady in town you might want to. Yeah. I think she doesn't like water. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, I was like, yeah, all right. Understanding cop. All right. Yeah. All right, all right. Yeah. That's I fine. can dig it. And I feel like it's kind of twofold here that he was understanding, which I appreciated. Yeah. And that um, Andy's dad's a dick. No, yeah, because we do get that. Yeah. And uh-huh. I mean, it, it, it works both, you know. But back at home, Erica sits on the couch, clearly angry, holding a note in her hand. Maggie tries to come in casually, but Erica isn't having it. She looks her daughter over and tells Maggie that she smells like pot. But Maggie says that she didn't smoke any of it. She tells Erica that she left her a note. But Erica knows that she only leaves a note when she's up to something. Otherwise, she would have just texted her. Maggie is shifty and tells her that they were just driving around and her phone died. Erica accuses her of getting high, but Maggie insists that she didn't. She just went to hang out and it wasn't a big deal, but she's not going to be a fucking loser and tell them not to smoke just because she doesn't smoke. None of that. Mm-mm. But I mean, I, I get it, but maybe the tone. Let's fix the tone. and Get your uh, ass in your room and I'm going to need some time to even digest and formulate what's going to happen next. Yeah. Because I would be extremely oh. upset. She should have gotten the monologue from Hereditary. (laughs) (laughs) She starts to leave the room, but Erica calls her back, telling her not to talk to her like that. Maggie does come back and asks how it's fair for her to have to wait around in the house all day while Erica's at work. I feel like there's a big gap between waiting in the house alone all day and driving around all night with your friends smoking and drinking. But, you know, whatever. (laughs) Erica says that she's glad that Maggie's fitting in, but she wants her to make smarter decisions than that. Maggie spits back like all the amazing decisions you've made and storms off. See, that's what I'm saying. It's like uh, uh, Erica did not deserve any of that. Yeah, no. I'm just worried about you. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I and I get it when you're a teen, you know, whatever. And, you know, you're very self-centered and I, Uh I get it. But but Erica is, I, I mean, mean, come on. She's doing her best with what she has. Yeah. She's they, working this job. She's in Juliet and the Licks. She's They've established that they have an understanding relationship. Like it did not need to go here. Yeah. I didn't even realize how true that is. Yeah. And so how odd this reaction is to begin with. Yeah. So again, I that's even less reasons to like this scene. Yeah. Man. Because this isn't even who they are. No. And Erica even did lead with understanding. I mean, yes. you know, I I think that she handled it well. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, well, I'm not going to ask like a fucking loop. No. Like, Whoa. Whoa, dude. That's what yeah. I'm saying. No, a no, different no, no, tone. No, 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 no. Just yeah. say, look, no, no, I can't no, no, tell no. them what to do. Instead, you know, instead of yelling that, I mean, tone it down a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, she's being honest. She's like, I didn't smoke. Yeah. yeah. And that, okay. I trust you. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. But it, it went left. But in the next scene, Erica drops off Louie for a vet appointment. Sue Ann is at the front desk and tells her that she's right on time. Erica says that she's running late for work and asks if she can fill out the paperwork later. Sue Ann assures her that it's fine for her to just sign the bottom and she'll fill the rest out herself. So 
I don't know what I'm agreeing to. Yeah. Don't like that. No. That's number one. Number two, weird how there's no moment of recognition from Erica in this scene. Yeah. Very strange to me. Very strange oh my to God. me. Yep. Especially I noticed yep. I noticed it later and then I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. But uh, because you're a big right. deal mm. is made. Oh, man. But it's like, right. hey, stranger. Yeah. Uh, here's my dog. Here's my dog. <laughs> Do what you will. Do whatever you want. <laughs> I'll sign here. <laughs> Erica thanks her and rushes off for work. Sue Ann stares at her as she leaves and continues to stare at her through the window as she gets into her car. <laughs> Behind her, the phone rings on the desk, but Sue Ann is just still staring at Erica. Dr. Brooks comes in, telling Sue Ann to answer the fucking phone before just doing it herself. You can't curse in front of the animals like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Louie did not need to hear that. No, if we, right. if we learn anything from a recent episode of Creep and No Sleep, the birds will... <laughs> <laughs> they pick up on that. The birds that. will pick that They're up. They're like a sponge. <laughs> but That's she, why they were mad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she puts the customer on hold and finally gets Sue Ann's attention when she asks why she isn't answering the phone. Sue Ann distractedly tells her that she's fighting a migraine, but Dr. Brooks says to just get some tranquilizer. She doesn't care. Sue Ann still needs to do her job. Dr. Brooks leaves and Sue Ann leads Louie away on his leash. So, first of all, the word tranquilizer yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is actually really I'm funny. Like, which cabinet that, is this? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and also that this is the clinic you're running. You're like, just steal some medicine. <laughs> I don't give Bro, a I fuck. I don't care. Well, Answer it's her the building. phone. Get to work. <laughs> I thought, like I said, every fucking time. Yes. Hilarious. Get to work. <laughs> Even though one or two lines. Fantastic. Yeah. That's just she's just a great performer. That's so it, funny. And it is funny because most of the time we get these movies where we do have these moments of you know, they're staring menacingly, but it's like, bitch, you're at work. Like, yeah. it, it kind of brings us back that you're at work or you're, you're on the clock. <laughs> Answer the phone. <laughs> but that night at the house, Maggie comes in the living room where Erica sits on the couch. She invites Maggie to join her John Hughes marathon, but Maggie was on her way out to hang out with Haley. She sits on the couch with her mom and Erica points out that she looks like she's going to see a boy. She asks if she is, and at first Maggie says no, but then she says that they're just friends. I will say, um, just recently I was talking to a friend of the show, Destiny, about how a lot of these John Hughes films don't hold up with yeah. Yeah. certain things, but she should have chose the John Hughes marathon. You, she should have. Yeah. I mean, we got to suffer through Allison's makeover at the end of The Breakfast Club. Yeah, but the rest of that movie. It's perfect. Yeah. It lost half a star in Letterboxd. <laughs> <laughs> But Erica tells Maggie to just be smart and to just call her if she needs to be picked up. She assures her that she won't be mad and makes Maggie promise. They tell each other goodbye and that they love each other before Maggie leaves. This is the vibe that I expect between the two of them. Yes. So that what happened previously? Yeah. Who was yeah. that? You can't control what the other kids are going to do, but you can try to embolden your kid to make smart decisions mm -hmm. no matter what is going on around them and it feels like that's what erica has done mm -hmm. and maggie did i mean she tried the drink or whatever but she yeah. wasn't vaping with them she wasn't smoking you know what i mean but before that's why i was like what the fuck yeah. this is weird yeah and if you think about it that's the first time they've ever hung out that's still that same day you're right <laughs> so <laughs> it's it's <laughs> so when is this the next day. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Don't you have homework? Yeah. <laughs> but outside the liquor store, the crew waits in the Hawkins van as Sue Ann puts a box of alcohol in her trunk. 
She comes back to them and tells them everything she got, including the fireball. I was like, the fireball sponsor this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sponsor. <laughs> Product placement. Yeah. <laughs> like it isn't you a party have, with a fireball. Yeah, kids. we can't show it. Yeah, yeah. but we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about it a lot. <laughs> she peeks over her shoulder and seems cagey. She tells them to just follow her down the street so they can pay her and get the booze because she's got eyes on her and she can't lose her job. They agree. As she walks back to her truck, Andy is giddy over the prospect of a secret handoff. Calm down, Brad. Like for real. <laughs> not it's not- Brad. Did you hear what Darrell says whenever she's leaning into her truck with the booze? What he goes? I don't know why he's doing this because she's been. <laughs> why he's she's doing been- this? <laughs> I don't understand his behavior because she's been nothing but nice to them. Yeah. But he goes. <laughs> he goes. I bet it smells like ass in there too. <laughs> <laughs> like why? 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 I bet it's nasty. It's like why? <laughs> this is what I'm saying. <laughs> they made these kids. <laughs> these kids so unlikable i just don't understand why you would do that oh that's great <laughs> that's that's fantastic she's been nothing but he cool to you guys nothing but nice to them <laughs> <laughs> what an asshole <laughs> but they follow sue ann down an empty road maggie says that she must really not want to get caught but they all seem confused when she pulls off and parks in front of an isolated house Haley says that the place is creepy, but Andy immediately hops out of the van and rushes over to her. They watch from a distance, and Chaz laughs that Sue Ann really does want to bang Andy. Maggie tells him to shut up, and they just accuse her of being jealous. Andy rushes back to the car empty-handed. He says that Sue Ann offered for them to come and drink in her basement if they don't want to drive around all night. He says that he didn't know what to say. Sue Ann watches them from the front of her house and offers a wave. Haley is immediately down because she needs to pee. Darrell is hesitant because they don't know Sue Ann, but Chaz points out that there's no cops here. Andy asks what Maggie thinks, and everyone just stares at her. She groans before finally saying, okay. So I, I do appreciate that they're giving her a role in the group. Uh-huh. like Instead of just being like, come on, guys, and then her just yeah. tagging along, they actually wanted her opinion. What do you think? You have final say, whatever, let's go. But how much time has passed now? I don't... I, I think this is hangout number two. <laughs> <laughs> well, the first one was uh, killed by the cops. Yeah. yeah. And then... So, I mean, we got to find a new... We got to find new digs. Yeah. I guess. I th- here's the thing. Here's the thing that I think bothers me a little bit. Number one, um, we don't know her, man. You know her enough to use her. Yeah. And yeah. to say her car smells like... And to say yeah. her car smells like a butt or whatever. Um, <laughs> a butt! <laughs> uh, the second thing is, well... <laughs> Is I think that the phone call to Ben was kind of unnecessary. It would have been way... I like a more direct line of her calling the cops directly because she knows exactly where they are. Yeah. Ruining their spot so they have to find another spot. I think uh, that was... Oh, okay. yeah. Like, involving Ben is very weird. I know we're trying to introduce this character. Yeah. And the way you introduce this character is like, what? They're but, like, look, the dude uh, yeah. loves to get slapped off. Oh, my God. <laughs> get that out. <laughs> it's, I can't. It's we in can't. there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was. Nate, you said it. You said it directly into the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, the introduction to him was weird. Unless it's supposed to be a, a foreshadowing moment, which I, I don't. I think. Like? I yeah. think that the oh, I if that's what, yeah. like that's what they're doing. Oh, I don't like that either. They're like this is important to you. No. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's, yeah, not. <laughs> it's important to you. Um, <laughs> I he think, loves it. Like I said, I think the introduction would be better with the scene that we see with them later. Okay. Um, at the casino, 
if we're uh, going to introduce these people. Okay, okay. It, it definitely would. And Not then, only that, but there's a deleted scene, I think, and then it would have gone in a couple scenes from now. Uh-huh. Is he but, getting more dome? Okay. Is <laughs> <laughs> no. Is it just peppered throughout no, the movie? Granger. Uh, what movie were you guys watching? Granger's. <laughs> <laughs> Let's continue. Yeah. Granger sees cars parked outside of her house oh. and he goes to ask what's going on and they recognize each other from high school okay so they know each other wait that's true yeah, yeah. because he went to school but you know it, you're right it is weird it is weird because i was like oh she did that to shut down the rock piles yeah, yeah. but she, she would have just called the cops there, I saw kids partying out there. It's dangerous, whatever. Uh-huh. You didn't need to go to his dad. No. His dad could have grounded yeah. him, and then you're never going to get your hands on him. Yeah. It's <laughs> weird. That's, like, that's, no, that's true. I'm well, not saying not hands that way. No. I'm saying you're never going to get them to the... He's the driver. Yeah, yeah. You're never going to get them to your house. So my question as well is, um, when it comes to the Facebook prowling, she didn't get Ben's number, did she? She did. She got the Hawkins the yeah. number. Yeah, the Hawkins security okay. number. Well, I still don't like it. But yeah. I know the police number right now. Yeah. I don't need to go to Facebook. For that. <laughs> <laughs> but they all pile out of the van, including Darrell, who is still asking if they're really serious. Sue Ann leads them down to her basement through the outside cellar door. As they follow her down, Sue Ann tells them that it relieves her so much to know that they're not going to be drinking and driving. She would rather them just be safe. And if they're going to do it somewhere, it might as well be here. Haley asks if there's a bathroom she can use. And Sue Ann motions her to the small bathroom in the basement. Haley rushes over to it. Sue Ann announces to the rest of the group that the bar is open. They look around the basement, Chaz and Darrell muttering Jim's like, it's been a long time since someone's been down here and it smells like my great grandmother's house. How about you just fucking say thank you? Yeah. I mean, why are these kids? It smells like ass yeah. in here. <laughs> but like, just like her card. It's, <laughs> it's just so unnecessary. Yeah. It, it, it felt a little And weird. right in front of her. Yeah. She's right there. That's true. Yeah. In the bathroom, Haley finishes up and fixes her hair in the mirror, but does not wash her hands. Mm. She opens the door to join her friends back in the basement and finds Sue Ann standing in the doorway. Startled, she yells out, Jesus Christ! Sue Ann takes this opportunity to share with the teens her only house rules. I thought she was going to say, you need to wash your hands. Yes. <laughs> so I was like, okay. You then. do need to wash your hands. No, you do. But you I do. mean, in the movie. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> Haley, yeah. go yeah. wash your hands. Apparently, that's not one of the house rules. No. <laughs> but the rules are, don't take the Lord's name in vain and don't spit on her floors. Very specific. Yeah. Very specific. That one. She takes Andy's keys away from him. He hands them over happily and she tells him that he needs to check in with her before they leave because she needs to see that he's okay to drive. She adds on another rule. Nobody go upstairs. She says that it's her world up there and right now it's a mess. They can't go upstairs, but they're free to do whatever they want to do down here. It's our time down here. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I will say, are, is that is that exactly suspicious yet? Yeah, uh, for me, a little. To be like, don't go up there at all. It's like, well, hold on. The way she says it is a little sus. Yeah. But I feel like it's not too much to add. I don't, I don't want a bunch of fucking kids running around no, my house. No, you're like, right. It, the rule makes sense. The rule itself is not suspicious. suspicious. No. I I understand that, but I, I, I it probably is the tone. But Yeah. Plus, um, we saw... She's on the cover of the poster. Yeah. <laughs> we know that there's something wrong yeah. here. 
but I feel like there's a difference in your house just being a mess and being like, look, I really don't want you guys to, for sure to being like, never fucking go up there. It's like, all right, well, all it, right. Wasn't that <laughs> <laughs> it was somewhere in the middle. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Too close to the lightning crack. It's just an electrical storm. <laughs> yeah, that, she can't no, do that. <laughs> she doesn't have the power. <laughs> but Chaz says, hell yeah. And when she gives him a sideways glance, he adjusts it to, heck yeah. But he wasn't using, the, See, you know. She didn't say no swearing. She yeah. didn't. So. She starts to head upstairs to get them cups and ice, but Darrell stops her and asks her name. She tells him it's Sue Ann and asks his, despite already knowing all of theirs. We know that. Mm-hmm. He tells her his name and introduces the rest of the group. Before she can leave, he asks, do you have any pizza rolls, Ma? Sue Ann laughs at him calling her ma and says that he's too much. She says she'll get them some snacks as she heads upstairs and calls out to them to make themselves at home. <laughs> okay, two things. <laughs> One, um, pizza rolls is very presumptuous. <laughs> yeah. And specific. Very specific. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any Totino's pizza rolls? Pepperoni. Yeah. Pepperoni pizza rolls. Yes, and with the cubed pepperoni. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any marinara sauce, ma? Yeah, because if, if there's no dipping, I don't, I, don't, I don't even want it. Don't waste your fucking time, ma. <laughs> <laughs> um the other thing though is for some reason i i misremembered i thought that at some point sue ann came back down and was like you know what you guys can just call me <laughs> ma well when i seen this i'm like that's it yeah that's he barely said it he barely he barely, he barely, barely said, said it. it and then she did for a second you know kind of look at him and then was like oh you're too much it's like but how does it stick yeah that from, from that from yeah that. yeah yeah <laughs> it's forced yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but upstairs sue ann scrolls on andy's instagram page in the basement maggie and andy sit on the chairs together and maggie shares that her dad left her mom for someone else and she really didn't have anywhere else to go was why they moved here I do want to say that when she's upstairs scrolling on Instagram, there's a very familiar yellow bag. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, she did have them. Yeah. <laughs> very cool. Very cool. <laughs> a, very, a very familiar yellow bag. Hey, we, we all ate them growing up. Yeah. We all eat them now. We still eat them. Yeah. <laughs> Darrell snaps Be careful, though. Yeah. <laughs> because they... they they will scald. <laughs> they will scald you. Yeah. That's why you bite a corner off. Let it air let out. Let the steam. <laughs> oh my ten god! <laughs> it takes a while Real to eat them, <laughs> and Jump it's barely them. worth it. No, you you fight through the scald. <laughs> that's part well, of once it. Once you burn your mouth, that's fine. It's, it's yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Can't burn it again, yeah. right? But she scalds herself. Yeah. <laughs> Darrell snaps a photo of Andy and Maggie sitting together. Sue Ann comes back down <laughs> with the pizza rolls. She's like, kids, be careful. Yeah. <laughs> so what, did she have them on a tray in something else? It looked like, like a it. plate in a plate or something? Yeah, or? I, I, it was like a serving thing. Yeah. But Chaz tells her that this place could be amazing. He walks her through a remodel, moving the couch, adding a snack wall, a projector, speakers, lights, rugs, a table for flip cup or beer pong. Chaz, are you fucking paying for this? That's the thing. Yeah. You're out of pocket. This is wild. Except what you're getting. Yeah. Yeah. Sue Ann tells him that she'll get right on that. When she wins the lottery, she'll turn the basement into the Taj Mahal. Chaz is like, unless you hate being cool. It's like, what? But that's that. That's just the script. 
because she needs to hear that. Yeah. And yeah. it's very annoying. It's just forced. Like, yeah, it's it weird. Felt, it didn't he, feel right. He got in her face. Yeah, yeah that's was like, what? He walks up to her and says sternly that if she doesn't want to be cool, that's on her. Sue Ann doesn't back down, just asks him if he wants to see something cool. Chaz says that he does, and Sue Ann silently reaches behind a sink and pulls out a gun. She turns it on Chaz, pointing the gun straight at his head and asking, pretty cool, huh? <laughs> no. No, not at all. <laughs> not even a fucking little bit. <laughs> Chaz puts his hands up and backs away, but this isn't enough for Sue Ann. She tells him to strip. His friends watch in horror as Chaz takes his shirt off. I would have already tried to tackle her. <laughs> yeah, nobody's There's, moving. There's what, nobody's... four of us back here? Yeah. yeah. I'm just, just saying. Like, well, let's see where she's going with it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, do something. Chaz does he, need to be put in his place. <laughs> he was being a dick yeah. about the ping pong table. A snack wall? Chaz. How dare you? Right, well, hold on. He's yeah. being an asshole. Like, <laughs> no, they're like, these Totino's pizzas <laughs> are great. <laughs> Wash it down with some fire. <laughs> not a sponsor. No. <sighs> not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Give us a call. Totino's. <laughs> <laughs> We'll redact all that stuff about the scalding. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's just a yeah. hazard. That's but it says it on the back. Yeah. That's the risk you take. Exactly. They know the warnings. <laughs> they know it's necessary. They know what they're doing to people. <laughs> this still isn't enough for Sue Ann, though, him taking his shirt off, and she holds the gun on him as he pulls down his pants, too. He stands in front of her completely naked, concealing himself the best that he can. Suddenly, Sue Ann busts out laughing. She tells him that he's under arrest for being so dang cute before telling him to put that thing away and she'll put her thing away. Haley, Andy, and Darrell bust out laughing, but Maggie doesn't seem to think that it's funny. And it's, it's not, not funny. No. He was naked and horrified. Dude, and even, okay, Chaz comes back to it. He gets dressed and he's like, great one, Ma. It was not a great one. No, not at I all. I was out in front of everyone. Yeah. yeah. Out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, not only that, we don't know. True. We don't know that that gun doesn't work. No. no. You know what I mean? I don't That's believe not, you. Yeah. No, not at all. That, I, yeah, having to get naked in front of everybody, that. It's like, that's traumatizing yeah, yeah. That's yes. a, this, that was traumatizing just that piece I feel like that whatever but the gun if you fucking shoot me dude what's gonna happen <laughs> being, being naked is the last <laughs> of my words that's yeah, true. Like you always say to you about being scared to have your pants off if something bad happens yeah this is the worst this is my fear on <laughs> <laughs> this is my fear on film Octavia Spencer <laughs> <laughs> so but we're leaving right guys yes right, see we're, look we're literally, not right, we're we're not literally. Right, laughing this off yeah and then having the rest of our evening but pass the pizza rolls yeah yeah we'll take them with us yeah they can <laughs> no you cook those for us yeah. All right, we're not we, gonna waste we are you've already pizza. lost them yeah these are Totino's yeah <laughs> <laughs> But Sue Ann turns to the group and asks if they think that she's Medea. She explains that the gun doesn't even work and she found it when she moved in. She offers it to Maggie, but she refuses it. Chaz gets dressed and laughs, telling her, Ma, you fucking got me. He asks if they're cool and she slightly tells him that they'll see. I think if he had started to take his shirt off and then she stopped it. Yeah. That's different. Yeah, she, yeah he yeah. was ass naked. He was ass out. Yeah. But we we've gone past No, it's too Oh far. no, yeah. But later, Darrell proclaims that he's gonna puke. Sue Ann says that they need to get him outside and she helps Chaz carry him to the door, despite him insisting that all he needs is pizza. 
Andy thanks her for having them, but she tells him to look at her. She performs a sobriety test, telling him to follow her finger. Maggie spots her wedding ring and asks if she's married, but Sue Ann admits that he left her years ago and her finger is just too fat to get the ring off. Got some olive oil up there, Ma? For real. Mm-hmm. We can get we can get you a new hand in no time, Ma. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be a brand new woman. <laughs> and it's been like two minutes, Ma. We got this. We can yeah, work together. We're a team now, Ma. <laughs> Satisfied with Andy's performance, she hands the keys back. Maggie thanks her again for letting them hang out, but Sue Ann says that she can't remember the last time she had this much fun. As they climb out of the cellar door, Sue Ann calls out to them to get home safe because that's all she cares about. They debate amongst them what kind of pizza they want to get, and Sue Ann yells out that now they know where the party is. But suddenly we flash back to young Sue Ann, played by Kiana Simone, eating lunch across from her friend, played by Skylar Joy. A guy and a blonde girl come up, played by Andrew Matthew Welch and Nicole Carpenter. They tell Sue Ann that they're planning on hanging out at the rock pile tonight and having a few beers. They invite her to come with them, and she says that it sounds cool. The guy says that he'll see them tonight and leaves. Sue Ann's friend offers that it'll be fun, but Sue Ann only responds with a nervous chuckle. Back in present day, Sue Ann looks after the teens with her eyes full of hope. So she got invited to a party? Yes. Yeah. Cool. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm 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 uncertain how I feel about the piecemealing of these flashbacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're I don't I'm not I won't lie. I'm not a big fan of them. Um, this one was just a little weird because this is all it is. Just yeah. it. just the invitation. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. But Maggie comes back home to Erica sleeping on the couch. Erica asks if she had fun and Maggie giggles, saying that it was cool and no big deal before quickly leaving the room. She looks out the back door at Andy, who stands outside of his van, waiting to make sure that she got in okay. They smile at each other before he gets back in the vehicle. That's sweet. It is. Yeah. Back at Sue Ann's house the next day, she finds her old high school yearbook. She flips to her own picture before setting the book back down. She looks up Maggie on Facebook and scrolls until she finds a picture of Erica in her casino uniform. We immediately cut to Sue Ann sitting at a slot machine at the casino. She watches as Stu helps Erica properly load her tray. Erica takes it over to a table where a group of people are playing maybe blackjack. I couldn't tell. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Among the group of players are Ben and Mercedes. Mercedes is loudly proclaiming that something is bullshit when Erica comes over, but she gladly takes two wine glasses from her tray, despite Erica telling her that it's not hers. And just a sidebar, don't ever take anything off of a server's tray. Just don't do that. They're balanced a certain way. You're going to make either yourself or the server wear whatever is on that. Don't do that. Anyway. Well, I don't know how it's carried at all. Exactly. Yeah, (laughs) no, that's the magic. Very specifically, don't Don't do do that. And I was like, she's going to drop everything. Oh, man. (laughs) And all the drinks are prescribed already. Like these are for for certain people. But this is when Mercedes recognizes her as Erica fucking Thompson. She jumps up and Erica recognizes her and tells her hi. Before taking a drink of the stolen wine, Mercedes asks what happened to her? Didn't she go to California thinking she was going to like make it? I think you've had enough. Uh, Literally. Get her out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Erica says that she got married, moved to California and her marriage didn't make it. She says that she heard Mercedes's marriage didn't make it either. Mercedes happily confirms this and tells Ben to look at who's here. Erica and Ben tell each other hello as Sue Ann watches with bated breath. Mercedes asks her, 
you're not working here, are you? Erica looks down at her uniform and sarcastically tells her, no, she doesn't work here. She just likes to wear this every day and help the bar out. She asks if she can have the glasses back. Ben starts to hand his back, but Mercedes stops him. She sets the story straight. So Erica left and then had to come back here. That's so sad. This is like so hurtful. This is a nightmare. This is a literal night- you're, like a nightmare. You're working and providing and yes. doing what needs to be done to put food on the table and pay the bills. Fuck that lady. Yes. And literally. And as someone who works you, in the industry, this was like this. I, I'm like, I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> like, this was and infuriating. On, and on the cool, I don't want to be you because you know what? Everybody's looking at you like yes. you're a fucking dumbass. Because Not you me. are a fucking dumbass. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. You're showing that yeah. yes. pretty clearly. Um, I did want to say Erica's answer about the uniform was very, it was very sitcom, but I loved it. It was yeah. great because are you fucking, I'm carrying a tray and I'm wearing the uniform. Yes. What do you mean? Right. Oh, it's community service. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just cosplaying. Yeah. No, I, like, I, what are you I, I killed the last lady that, <laughs> <laughs> that talked shit about my job. <laughs> but the security guard, Pietro, played by Victor Turpin, comes over and tells Ben that either he needs to get Mercedes out of here or he will. Mercedes causes an entire scene, yelling and cussing until finally leaving. Ben apologizes to Erica and says that it was good to see her. He tips her a chip and then leaves after Mercedes. A, a poker chip, not a Dorito. <laughs> <laughs> right, here's flaming Hot. Yeah. Thank off. you. Oh, <laughs> no, take two. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> my thing about this... Two things that I don't really like about this scene. Yes. Obviously, aside from Mercedes' behavior. Yeah. Um, number one, the plot convenience of Ma being here for this. She saw that she was in the uniform, she, so she, she did, happened to be there on the day. On this day? <laughs> yeah. No, that, yeah. That's a lot. Uh, the second thing is the matter of Ben's character not exactly lining up. Yeah, because he's nice here. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And he's nice a few times. Yeah. And so I feel like... Uh, granted there's no reason for him to be mean to erica of course but if we're trying to establish how much of a dick he is why is he going to be tipping her doritos <laughs> yeah <laughs> mercedes is the villain yeah right. yeah but they both yeah you know yeah. yeah so i'm a little confused but visibly upset erica composes herself before returning back to work and sue ann watches all of this with no expression Back at the house, Stu comes to pick Erica up for a training seminar. She introduces him to Maggie. She leaves Maggie $80, takeout menus, and the number to the hotel where they'll be staying. She only asks that no one come over while she's gone. Maggie assures her that they won't, but I'm not her mom, and even I don't believe her. <laughs> <laughs> Erica tells her that she's trusting her. They hug, and Erica assures Maggie that she will be fine. This is another kind of hilarious bit of plot convenience. Yeah. So like, hmm, there's only two houses that we could go to. <laughs> Eric, Erica said that ours is out. Yeah. Um, what does that leave? Yeah. What does it leave? Somewhere else, Sue Ann sits in her truck outside. Mercedes prances out of her house and stretches as she starts her run. Sue Ann watches. And it seemed to me here that Sue Ann is trailing Mercedes because Mercedes was so rude to Erica. Yes. Mm -hmm. It seems like she's protecting Erica. So I'll move. I'll continue. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Outside of the school, Haley pressures Maggie to invite them over because her mom is like 10 states away. Maggie says that she would, but they're not even unpacked. There's nothing to do. They start to get into Andy's van, but Chaz spots a box sitting in front of it. 
He asserts that he's not touching it. Darrell even ponders, what if it's a bomb? With her phone in her hands, Sue Ann listens to this interaction from behind a nearby wall. There's a lot of like walls and trees to hide yeah. behind at the school, yes. which is quite concerning. Yes. <laughs> I will say two things very quickly. I realize I'm like the king of the two things. I don't know why. But um <laughs> so ridiculous. Um two first, thing, Travis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the first thing is um Whenever they see the box, yeah, and they pause it, it could be a bomb. Very teenage reactions because one of them goes, "That would suck so hard." <laughs> it like, would, yeah, it would. It would suck, dude. Like, yeah. Um, <laughs> the other thing is uh, the split diopter shot, yeah, where we're both in focus on, yeah, Ma, mm. Sue Ann. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, Sue Ann right now. Yeah. yeah, I've never been in that basement. Um, <laughs> and the van. Yeah, yeah. Which makes me think of Brian De Palma, which makes me think of Carrie. Okay, oh, okay yeah. All right. So I'm yeah, like, that's another Stephen King as well. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think it had to be intentional. It, it, must ha- it has to be. Yeah. But this is weird, right, guys? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. Right, we can all agree. Weird. It would suck so yeah. hard. <laughs> <laughs> Andy reads the note on the box Love, Ma. Suddenly, they receive a video message from Sue Ann on their phones. She tells them that she was just thinking, why wait for the weekend? She says that it's five o'clock somewhere and cackles. Everyone is tickled by the message and thrilled by the booze. But Maggie stops to wonder how she got their phone numbers. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Yeah. I got to admit the cackles endearing. It made me laugh. It is. It's great. (laughs) Chaz says that Haley gives it to everyone when she's drunk and Haley can't deny that. Sue Ann smiles as she listens to Haley sing, To Ma's House We Go. They pile into Andy's van. At Sue Ann's house that night, the yard is full of vehicles and teens. As Andy and Maggie enter the party in the basement, they can't help but notice how much nicer everything looks. Sue Ann brings them wings. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn. Maggie says, No, thank you, Sue Ann. But Sue Ann stops her. She tells her, No. Around here, you call me Ma. Mm. Do we? It's official. And so shall we. Yes. Sidebar, I realize I know we're not at the school anymore, Mm -hmm. but we really need to make mention of these kids going through a box of liquor on school grounds. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. That's crazy. Because they're just like, oh, my favorite. Oh, my favorite, y'all. And like... It's a lot. Not yeah. Sal. <laughs> a box of liquor. Yes. There what? was a bunch of shit in but there. But the thing yeah. is, if and my favorite Chewy. Yeah. <laughs> They're all here. <laughs> if you're getting, <laughs> if you're getting them to come to your house, you don't give them the alcohol. <laughs> you send the video message and say, "Look what I got," or whatever. Like that was really reckless. Yeah. yeah. To leave that Security at the school. is like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> Just a box of liquor in front of Andy's van. Yeah. Andy, get your ass in the principal's office. I'm calling your dick father. (laughs) Everybody knows he's a dick. (laughs) We all went to school together. (laughs) But she smiles and hugs Maggie for an uncomfortably long time. She finally lets go and Haley, Chaz, and Darrell enter the room. Haley compliments Ma's outfit and says, let's get filthy. Ma is... Call her ranch because she'd yeah. be dressing. What is that like velvet? Yeah. And she's got a like matching hat. Uh-huh, like she, yeah. She's doing it. Okay. <laughs> but this is music to Ma's ears. She goes around the room mingling with the other teens. Later, Maggie spots Ashley, played by Heather Marie Pate, passed out on the couch. 
She proposes that they wake her up, saying that she's been passed out since they got here. Haley explains that Ashley's dad is a preacher, so she comes to parties and pretends that she's passed out so that she's not pressured to drink and she won't get in trouble when she gets home. Maggie says that that's the dumbest thing she's ever heard in her life. And in mm-hmm. full earshot of poor Ashley, Haley agrees. That's That was what I wanted to say was that they are completely within earshot. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. The entire time. It's sad that y'all are pressuring people so hard that she feels like she has to do this. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's fucked up. And they're like, well, that's a fucking stupid plan. <laughs> right like, there. Right, yeah. You. So, Ashley, you. <laughs> Wake well, up. Not, <laughs> well, not only that, isn't Maggie's not doing any of this shit either. No, no she's yeah. not. She's hanging out. Yeah. Haley's like, hey, she's kind of yeah. like, <laughs> you. Loser. Everybody, Maggie's not drinking either. <laughs> she's not in the friend group anymore. <laughs> so this, this, this unbelievable thing with this party because there are way too many people here so yeah. many people so many yeah. people and seeing how many people there are i don't know how out of the way ma's house is right but there's no way they're within the proper decibel level for the, <laughs> yeah. for the city yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no it's always a toss-up sometimes you can get away with it sometimes they call the cops you risk it yeah, yeah. but yeah if you get way too loud i don't give a shit where you are somebody's calling the no cops. they're tearing mm-hmm. it up yeah yeah they are especially with what's about to happen yeah. yes <laughs> <laughs> Ma says that it's time to turn the party up and tells people to move the coffee table out of the way. <laughs> oh, shit. She cranks up Funky Town as they do so and busts out the robot for everyone. As Funky Town continues, we get a montage of everyone dancing. Chaz is doing the worm. Ma's doing the sprinkler. They are all tearing it up. Even Ashley peeks at them from her fake stupor. But when Ma caresses Andy's face and looks at him longingly in the dance circle, Maggie looks uncomfortable. So this is weird, right, guys? Yes. It's weird as fuck. Right? So, but yeah. one thing I will say is that I appreciated the... Oh, first of all, I appreciate the song choice. Yeah. yeah no, yeah. It made me think of uh, Doug, if you recall. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I do recall. <laughs> Doug funny? Yeah. They had the funky town. Yeah, they did. And they played a rip-off version. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't want to play, pay yeah. the rights. They don't want to pay the rights. Uh, Ma did. Uh, Jason Blum came in clutch to get the rights to this song. Um, but the thing is, is that this is probably the cool music that she would have wanted to Absolutely. play. Yeah. I feel the same way with her clothes. Yes. Like, I feel like what she's wearing right now when she was in high school, bitch was doing yeah. the damn thing, you know? So in these moments, you do almost feel sympathy for her. For sure. It's not forever no yeah. yeah but right now a little yeah kind of it's not yeah, like except the part where you're partying and supplying alcohol for 16 year olds I, if, if yeah you that, that yeah. part then it's fine then you yeah. go real bad for her <laughs> well minus the stocking too <laughs> <laughs> yeah throw in that you know maybe i don't feel any anything <laughs> this list is getting too long <laughs> The party continues, though. Chaz and Haley make out. Maggie and Andy dance. And Maude is just generally having the time of her life. She slips away from the dancing and stands on the stairs of the basement, looking at everyone jumping around and having a great time. But the smile on her face slowly becomes uneasy as she slips into another flashback. In the flashback, young Sue Ann puts on her glasses as she sits alone at a party at the rock pile. The blonde girl tells Sue Ann's friend to watch this as the guy from earlier approaches her. He hands Sue Ann a beer and asks why she's sitting alone instead of dancing with everyone. Sue Ann sheepishly says that she guesses she was just waiting on him. I was like, okay, Sue Ann, I'm so scared. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, all right. He asks if she goes to a lot of parties and she lies and says that she does. 
it's quite obviously a lie. And the boy assures her that it's okay and that there's a first time for everything. As the blonde girl watches, amused, Sue Ann's friend looks upset and walks away. Sue Ann tells the boy that she likes his hair and he responds by telling her that he likes hers too. Back in the basement, Funky Town is still blasting. Everyone is still dancing and Ma is standing overlooking the party, but she is miles away. Maggie notices this as she's dancing with Andy and she looks concerned. I guess that she just put Funky Town on repeat. (laughs) I just brought one record. (laughs) But it's a fucking banger. I did um, in this flashback. The second that the friend says, watch this. Yeah. That's never a good thing. No. Yeah. Um, I do also want to really, really take back my sympathies for Ma. While I'm fine with her, you know, doing the robot and being a sprinkler system or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's fine. Hydrating yeah, everyone. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Grow that grass. But <laughs> um, The feeling up on Andy. She's too yeah, much. It's too much. It's, it's, it's too much. It's past the joke now. Yeah. Yeah, we don't need to do that. And I'm sorry, but after what she did to Chaz, why the fuck are we back here? Yeah. I don't care what she gave us. I don't no. care what friendly video she sent us. No. Yeah. <laughs> We're never going back. Yeah, at all. Later, Ashley is presented with a tray of shots. When she's told that one won't kill her, she reluctantly takes it. Elsewhere, Maggie tries to light a pipe to smoke weed. When she can't, Darrell raises his lighter to help her. Ma sidles up to him and squeezes his arm, creepily telling him that milk did that body good. What? He looks uncomfortable until Haley calls him over. So this is getting kind of weird now, right, guys? That's, yeah. that's sexual harassment. That is inappropriate <laughs> like that's behavior. A third, that's a yes. third weird. Like, <laughs> yeah. right, right. Can we go now? Three strikes, yes. we're out. You know, it's funny, as JP mentioned at the top, he's like, I want to know when you guys got off the ride. Yeah. And I feel like JP's off the ride. Yeah. Because <laughs> this Come is too on, much. man. What are you doing? These kids are 16. You're caressing yeah. his face. Yep. You're feeling his bicep. What the what the fuck is You're going on? You're making them strip Get naked. Completely yeah. Naked. yeah. <sighs> Maggie coughs as she tries to smoke and decides that she doesn't even want to. She laughs as she sets the pipe down. Ma compliments her earrings and Maggie thanks her, saying that her mom gave them to her. Well, her dad gave them to her mom when they started dating and her mom gave them to her, but they're not together anymore. Ma just nods and asks if Maggie has a sweet mom. Maggie says that she does. There is a deleted scene where Erica, after they've moved in, leaves the earrings on the table for Maggie Mm -hmm. and says that her dad gave them to her, but she never felt pretty enough to wear them. So they've been waiting for Maggie. So she just got these in the script, basically. Obviously, we didn't see that part. But well, when I think that honestly would devalue the importance of losing the earrings. Yeah, she Mm -hmm. just she just got because it's not like she saw her mother wearing them all the time. Yeah. And then they're hers now. Yeah. No, they, they've been sitting in the box. Yeah. <laughs> so they're, they're dusty. Yeah. <laughs> so it's good that we don't have that scene. Right. But Chaz gets everyone's attention and proposes a toast to Ma. He asks her to take a shot with them, but she says no. She tells Chaz that she doesn't drink and he doesn't even want to know what happened the last time she did. They all boo her and they're like, Ma, Ma, Ma. <laughs> like they're just chanting over yeah. and over again. You. You've been sober this whole time. Somehow that's worse. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, kind of. But these are the decisions you're making and this is your behavior. And this is just this is just you. But I would also like to know what you did last time. Yeah. Did you kill (laughs) a basement full of children? (laughs) (laughs) Because then no, ma. No, ma. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Don't take that. Don't drink, ma. (laughs) 
but she finally feels pressured and takes the shot. Everyone cheers. There's a loud thumping overhead and everyone freezes and looks upward. But Ma chalks it up to an old ice machine. She says that she'll be right back and promptly heads upstairs. If you have, if you know what that sound is, I'm like, oh, the ice machine does that all the time. I'm not going to be like, I'm going to be right back. (laughs) I need to go make sure this ice machine (laughs) doesn't escape. (laughs) (laughs) Need to make sure this ice machine stays in bed. (laughs) I'll be right back. I got just the medicine for this (laughs) ice machine. You keep talking like that. <laughs> what the hell? Just go. No. Let's go. Ma, get out of here. You're <laughs> you're ruining the fight. <laughs> Everyone is placated by this, but Maggie looks suspicious. I love that she's the only one that's yeah. like, what the fuck was that? I'm sorry. There's plenty of reasons for everyone. Absolutely. Yeah. Ma heads upstairs and goes straight to the fridge, takes out a syringe and walks deeper into the house. Downstairs, Maggie sits on the couch with Haley. Haley announces that she has to pee right now and drags Maggie with her. I love that they've just established Haley as having a small bladder or something. Like (laughs) so much of her motivations as to what happens with her is motivated by having to pee. (laughs) (laughs) When they get to the bathroom door, Ashley is standing in front of it. Haley sarcastically congratulates her on sleeping it off, but Ashley drops the news that she thinks two people are having sex in there. She's waiting in line. Haley proposes that they just find another bathroom and starts upstairs. Maggie reminds her that they can't go up there, but Haley insists that they'll just ask nicely and they head upstairs together. When they open the door to the main floor, there's a mask on the wall to greet them. Haley is startled by this, but she immediately finds a bathroom and ducks inside. Maggie stands guard at the door until she hears Ma upstairs telling someone that they shouldn't have done that. And then there's more thudding. Maggie rushes to the bathroom and tells Haley to hurry up and finish because they have to go. She tells Haley not to flush or else Ma will hear. And we all know that Haley is fine with not washing her hands. So they just go out of the bathroom. (laughs) As soon as they step into the hallway, Ma is there. She shoves Haley against the wall and with a scary and intense look on her face, grabs Maggie's arms. She asks them what the fuck they were doing and yells at them to get back downstairs. They run back down to the party. Andy asks what's wrong and Maggie asks if they can just get out of here. They leave immediately and when Andy asks what's wrong again when they get outside, Maggie refuses to talk about it. As they get in Andy's van to leave, the party continues without them. I'd be like, she just fucking pushed Haley. She grabbed me and screamed at me. Yeah. I yeah. heard her talking to someone upstairs. Like, yeah. why would you not spill every drop of tea about what just happened? I think she has Paul Sheldon upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> um, I saw a girl with a manuscript in it. It's weird up there, man. What the fuck's going on? <laughs> there was a pig. I, I don't know what's happening. There was a pig. <laughs> Her name was Misery. I heard. Um, I think my thing, first of all, you're you're sneaking up to this upstairs bathroom. Right. Told not to even be up here at all. Yep. I understand um, n- everybody has to go sometimes. Yeah, yeah. It's just part of human. Um, <laughs> it's part of human. But my thing is, you know you're not supposed to be here, so when you open the door to sneak out, why are you going to be looking at the floor? <laughs> Looking at the floor when you do so, and you're like, I sure hope Ma is. Yeah. Like, that's your fault. That's your fault. Yeah. It is. Now, the other stuff wasn't your fault. (laughs) But getting caught was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In the next scene, Ma is in her bedroom doing a little scrapbooking. She sings Lookout Weekend by Debbie Deb quietly as she cuts out a photo of herself. She stares vacantly before taking a long look at herself in the mirror. 
So this to me was a very jarring edit mm. because we have it with them leaving the party. Yeah. Party's still raging. Party's still going. Yeah. 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 And she's like, look at look at yeah. me. It's like, you know. <laughs> I, I just thought it was, I was like, I guess the party's over. Yeah, no, this or, is, oh, this is night night. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Or she could be like, you guys have fun. I got a, yeah. I got a song to sing and I need to, I had a song in my heart. I, I got to do out. my scrapbooking. Get out. <laughs> the next morning, Maggie is woken up by her text alert going off back to back to back. She picks up her phone and finds that it is all text from Ma begging for forgiveness and apologizing profusely. Even as she looks at her phone, the text alert continues to go off. Maggie sets her phone down without answering. At school, Haley confirms that Ma has been blowing her up too. She says that she doesn't even fully remember what happened, but Chaz says that she should sue her. Stephanie goes over to them and asks if they think Ma would let them throw a birthday party for her this weekend. She reasons that Ma would be okay with it because she basically lets them do anything. Haley confirms this, saying all Stephanie needs to do is get Ma a list and she'll hook it up. Maggie is distracted by a bracelet that Stephanie is wearing. She says it was a gift from her boyfriend Taylor for their five-month anniversary. I love that bracelet. Where'd you get it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mean girls. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I still haven't seen Mean Girls. That Fantastic. is a crime. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. It's so it's so good. I know all the memes, but I don't. <laughs> um, this to me, I feel like when we're at the point where people at school are coming up and saying, "Yeah, Ma's would be cool." With this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like uh, this is an issue because there's no way that this many kids know about it, and one adult doesn't. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking the exact same thing. It's impossible. The exact same thing that they would have. Somebody would have gone to Sue Ann's house. Yeah. Uh, something yeah, yeah somebody would have caught wind you know well, th- they talk yes and i wonder if this is the point where the cop is supposed to show up and be like what's going on that would make sense and she was All like right. i've called in this in the deleted scene she's like i've called y'all several times uh that kids come out here and party in the woods and nobody comes out here to, like that's what she says okay and he's like oh sue ann i remember you from high school and she's like uh and you are it's, it was like weird. What? It was weird. Yeah. I feel like she would remember him. Yeah. I, I, I think Sue Ann remembers everyone. It was it was just weird. Yeah. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> she says some weird shit about what she let her boyfriend do for getting the bracelet. Yeah. So I thought that I was pushing it with the domed out thing. So I did not include that in my script. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she would already be pretty mad at me. <laughs> well, I, I'm well, defeated. You can say <laughs> you can say whatever you want. Well, go to class, kids. Get the yeah. fuck out of here. You know, they're putting a lot of what? weird dialogue. Yeah, in yeah. What are you talking about? Kids mouths. Yeah. <laughs> Maggie sees Andy and abandons the conversation as it devolves into decorumless topics. Hey. So I did include it. I appreciate it. As soon as she goes over to him, Andy sighs deeply and asks if she'll go out with him. Maggie immediately says yes, and Andy admits that he doesn't know why he was so nervous. Maggie asks for clarification. Does he mean to go out on a date or to go out as in they're a couple now? With a smile, Andy says both. Maggie's down and asks Andy what took him so long to ask her because it was so obvious that she liked him. They joke about an imaginary girl that Andy was talking to, but they're interrupted when Darrell and Chaz come running over to them. They all walk outside, making fun of the new couple, and they head downstairs toward the parking lot, making plans to get pizza. But they're stopped dead in their tracks when they round the corner and run into Ma. 
Okay, so just again, two things. <laughs> First thing is I was a little offended at um, old school being talking to a human being. <laughs> oh yeah, you wanted to ask her old school. Yeah, it's like talking oh, you mean to talking being... to a person? Yeah. No, you wanted to uh, send her a telegram. <laughs> Maggie, stop! Fucking Morris Code. Will you? Yeah. Stop. <laughs> no, that's great. I know I just said your joke again, but <laughs> sometimes I added background to a joke and then I just repeat what someone else said. But <laughs> here's the thing. <laughs> uh, and also that isn't no I didn't realize how weird the terminology was until this moment, but the whole go out with me thing. Yeah. yeah. Why did that mean both things? Why didn't we come up with a new No Why didn't someone just say will you be <laughs> can we be a couple yeah i don't know no yeah because it kind of does need clarification yeah, yeah. what do you mean like do we go together now yeah. <laughs> what are you saying are we married go together like it's a package deal yeah. um, you should have um written her a note and tied it to a raven <laughs> on the morrow um but the second thing is Ma had no way of knowing they would be coming down these stairs. And this school is pretty big. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, nobody's like, where's security for this? Yeah. You're an I adult. Just yeah, where around. is security? I think that for real though, but I, I think that the the implication is that she's been watching them so much that she knows their routes. Oh wow. Because she saw she was waiting in the parking lot when they found the, the box of liquor. <laughs> That's a fair point. That's a fair point. But isn't there like shouldn't she be checking in animals that need help and like yeah. what is what answer are, the phone, yeah. dude? What Dr. Brooks is like, what? The yeah. f- where are where you? is she? Get to work. <laughs> but Andy asks what she's doing here. Ma explains that she got a beer pong table and a keg of Bud Light. She starts to walk away, expecting them to follow, but they don't. Andy says that he can't tonight because he has to write a paper on historical shipping routes of Africa. Darrell quips that those ships had their people in them, asking, ain't that right, Sue Ann? She just looks back at him angrily, shutting him down. She asks about the rest of them, and Chaz says that he can't either because it's a school night. They walk away, leaving Maggie and Haley, which I thought was fucked up because those are the two that she assaulted. Yeah. (laughs) Ma is fine with this, saying that they don't need them when they can just have a girls' night. But Maggie says that she can't. She has to clean the house before her mom comes back. She offers, maybe next time. But Haley says, damn, Ma, don't you have a job? Look, everybody has been very tactful. Yeah. Yeah. That's, (laughs) like, we can, we can, you know... End whatever we have with Ma. Yeah. <laughs> with a little bit of decorum. With yeah. And respect for all that Ma Mitch- has done for us. <laughs> <laughs> Granted, it took a turn. Yeah. <laughs> could have worded it. Yeah. And she gets worse. Yeah. But <laughs> just wanted to say that. <laughs> for all that Ma. Yeah. Look, there was a time when Ma was great. <laughs> right. We for all... that, that short period. Oh, yeah. Very short period. Very brief. Not even the first full party. No. Yeah. <laughs> but we can be nicer. We can be nicer. But Ma says that she does have a job, snapping at Haley that maybe she should work double since they don't have time for her. Haley tells her that she needs a man, but Ma harshly says that she needs to watch her mouth. Without another word, Ma storms off. We cut to the liquor store where Ma is handing over a box of liquor to another teenage boy. She tells him to follow her and rushes to her truck. 
She drives down the road and just as she turns on her blinker to turn into her house, the car full of boys pulls up beside her. They call her name and when she turns, they throw a beer at her window. The boys call her a loser and flip her off as they speed away laughing and Ma immediately begins to sob. That was rude as fuck. Yeah, she, like, you shouldn't be buying alcohol for minors. I get it. But that was very cool of her to even fucking do that for you and then for you to turn around and, and do that. And they followed her all the yeah, way to all the way out there. <laughs> well, what the fuck? My thing is, um, <laughs> and I know this is very specific to Texas, but they're like, we're the TABC, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just so confused <laughs> because I just don't get, she's never going to buy you booze again. Yeah. No. You're, you're, this was your one shot. Your connect is done. Yeah. It made me think of, and I, I know that this movie did not age well. I know it is extremely problematic, but when I was a kid, it was a comfort movie and I watched it hundreds of times, but it never been kissed <laughs> 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 when he comes to pick her up for prom and he comes out of the thing and uh, he throws eggs at her instead right. of picking her up. That was literally the scene to, to me. That was like what it felt like. Yeah. And, Never Been Kissed was the first thing I ever saw Octavia Spencer in, and she's barely fucking oh, in it. Oh, shit. So oh. I was like, I don't, I, it's my own brain mashing puzzle pieces yeah. together. <laughs> no, I get it. But no. that's because she just looked so happy. Yeah. That like, oh yeah, I lost them, but I still have people to hang out with. No. No, they work for the TABC. Yeah. They're like, yeah, fuck you, loser. <laughs> you should really um talk to your people and how they can <laughs> Yeah, because this, <laughs> this is... We're filing. <laughs> I know, I know. I broke the law, but we're, we're this definitely... This is beyond the pale. <laughs> this is beyond the pale ale. <laughs> But Ma is sobbing. <laughs> I don't know if I said that. You did. You did. I see. I don't. Uh, for me, when I think about that, or for this scene here, I just think of in Dodgeball when Guy was a pirate, <laughs> and they told him, and Vince Vaughn told him he wasn't a pirate anymore. So he was lost. He's walking in the street. And somebody throws a fucking smoothie at him. My friend. Yeah. yeah. He's it's so sad. Like, Why? They're already down. Yeah. yeah. They're already do down. Insult to injury. Right. He's a pirate. Let him be a pirate. <laughs> Back at their house, Erica tells Maggie about her trip, and it seems like she had a great time, even being praised by the instructor. Stu thinks that they'll start dealing at tables in about two months. Maggie says that this is exciting, but Erica just feels bad for being gone so much. Maggie says it's okay because someone has to pay the bills and she's been working hard. Erica asks how school is and clearly hiding something, Maggie says that it's good. After Erica prods, Maggie admits that Andy asked her out. Erica's happy for her but is like, who's Andy? She asks what Maggie said and Maggie says that she said yes. Erica insists that she meet him and Maggie says maybe next week but they have plans to go out tomorrow night. They lay down next to each other and Erica muses that Maggie has a boyfriend and the two giggle together. At Ma's house, she puts on lipstick and admires herself in the mirror. Kung Fu fighting begins to play as we see the teens start to show up and party outside. There is a mountain of spent beer cans on the table in Ma's basement. Ashley sleeps on the couch as Ma approaches the beer cans. She kicks it. The tower falls and the music kicks off as the group cheers for her. She's <laughs> it's she's having the time. for. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. I don't know either. The performance is fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
One thing I will say though is why the hell are we back at Moz? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't care what the occasion is. Yeah. No. Moz well, giving us ten million dollars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maggie and Andy enter the party, promising to only stay for a minute so they can wish Stephanie a happy birthday. We can so do that this over. Was the, you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Text message. They wanted to come. They yeah. Just admit it. <laughs> Mom makes a beeline for them, telling them finally and that everyone is here, including kids from other schools. See, Andy leaves to get Ma something to drink, dancing away. Ma tells Maggie that Andy is a cutie, but to be careful. She tells her to take it slow because men only want one thing and Maggie doesn't want to mess up her life with a baby. Maggie is annoyed, saying that Ma sounds just like her mother. Ma storms off. She pushes past Andy, who comes back to kiss Maggie. As they start to make out for the first time, Ma stares at them. <laughs> and then she, <laughs> she doesn't hide anything. Like, she's no. just staring at them. You're not 16. No. Glaring at them. And I'm sorry, like, look, Ma should not be doing any of the things that she's doing. No. But also, maybe it's not wise to make out in front of Ma like this. <laughs> I mean, just just a thought. Be careful, because yeah, men only want one thing. later. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you make out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds more like you're mocking someone, but okay. <laughs> I don't know how to make it sound. <laughs> I want to apologize for <laughs> Me too. Wow. Andy says that he was gonna ask her first before kissing her when the kiss breaks, but Maggie says that it was perfect. Andy's like, oh, my God, now my pants are chafing me. <laughs> He's like, hey, my van is parked right out there. I was like, Andy, you just that was your first kiss. <laughs> but before he can get the full thought out, Ma is like, hey, let's take shots. She invites Stephanie to take the first shots because it's her birthday and everyone crowds around. Maggie takes a shot and Ma asks her to take hers for her because she knows that she can't keep up. Maggie says that if she does more than one, she's going to be sick. But Ma tells her to just do it and stop being a loser. <laughs> okay. What? <laughs> that, that was very, that's very, I'm not taking this shot yeah. after that. No. Uh, so you're handing it to me in this very suspicious green yeah. glowing glass. <laughs> the only one. This inanimate <laughs> carbon <Glowing>. rod. <laughs> it's fucking plutonium in there. I'm not drinking that shit. Dude, don't be a fucking loser. <laughs> yeah. Drink it. Drink this poison. Yeah. Like, why do you have gloves on my hand in that to yeah, me? What? That thick yeah. lead glove. And goggles. <laughs> right, everybody one, stand back. This yeah. one's for Maggie. Yeah, don't just Maggie. Don't touch Maggie as she's yeah. drinking. <laughs> God damn. Everybody get away. <laughs> Everyone keeps six feet away. Yeah. <laughs> But it's fine. Take it. Don't be a loser. (laughs) Stephanie piles on, asking Maggie to do it for her birthday. And Maggie relents and takes the shot to Stephanie. Everyone cheers as safety dance by Men Without Hats begins to play. I'm. It surprises me how rude that these kids are. That nobody's like, well, whose music is that? Yeah, no yes. shit. That shocked me too yeah. because I've I've seen how Gen Z can be about music. Absolutely, yeah. and it's hurtful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maggie and Andy dance and kiss as the party continues and Ma just stares at them. They start to dance, but Maggie quickly becomes disoriented. Again, Ma is just standing right by them and staring at them. The disorientation increases and slowly the party fades out. Maggie wakes up in her bed, confused. She goes to her mirror and there are mysterious bruises on her legs and her earrings are missing. 
She's upset and searches her jeans for them, but they're gone. She and Andy look at a jewelry counter at the mall. Andy smiles as Maggie tells him that she doesn't remember what happened. She doesn't even remember getting home. She finally asks what she did. He tells her that she got really sloppy, really quick, and was falling all over the place. He says that she flashed Chaz, but he got her out of there before anyone noticed. Maggie is ashamed and apologizes, but Andy was just kidding. I'm like, oh yeah, that's really funny. Yeah, yeah, I don't get that at all. Maggie laughs at this for a second, but then she becomes very serious. Andy asks her what's wrong, and Maggie tells him that she doesn't want to hang out at Ma's anymore, and she doesn't want Andy there either. Well, she drugged you and took your shit, man. Yeah. He's like, dude, it's probably that plutonium. You yeah. <laughs> Just saying. I don't think you're right. supposed to do that. Like, you were getting... glowing for a while. Yeah. <laughs> I bring you love. Yeah. Um, the, <laughs> the thing is. <laughs> right about plutonium. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've done some. I have a quick yeah. aside yeah. about the dangers of drinking. <laughs> Uh, no, my thing <laughs> that really infuriated me is after the night that, that she just had. Yeah. She tells him, she tells her boyfriend, I don't think we should be hanging out at Ma's anymore. You either. Yeah. He says, why? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this why? Is, this is not what he wants to hear. It's unbelievable. He does ask her why, but she doesn't answer. He just says that he won't, but tells her that now she has to get egg rolls with him and put ketchup on them. This makes her smile. I was already mad at Andy because she's like, I don't remember what happened. I don't remember how I got in my bed. What happened? And he's like, yeah, you're like, you got your tits out, dude. It's like, why would you say that? Yeah. She's already fucking like, why would you say that already made me mad? Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Play about something else. Yeah. Yeah. That's not that's not funny. So you got Put some ketchup on egg rolls. That is whatever. It's not funny, but it's closer. No, <laughs> but it's all it's offensive, too. Because <laughs> because you shouldn't be eating them like that. Yeah. Thank you. That's disgusting. Yeah. I, <laughs> that I is was disgusting. like, I, I go, whose kids are these? Why are you putting the ketchup on egg yeah, roll? Look, I'm not trying to yuck anyone's yum. No, not if at all. If you enjoy ketchup on your egg rolls, stop though. Yeah. <laughs> but at the vet clinic... Ma accesses the medicine and returns a bottle of diazepam. Or I mean, plutonium. (laughs) (laughs) At Maggie's house, she and Andy are getting hot and heavy on the couch. She hears her mom's car and they both jump up, knocking all the pillows onto the ground. Andy sits at the dining room table and Maggie rushes to the kitchen. Erica calls out hello, but stops when she sees Andy. She calls out to Maggie that there's a boy in her house and asks if she knows him. Andy introduces himself as Maggie quietly cusses and puts her overalls back on properly in the kitchen. She emerges, carrying two glasses and looking incredibly guilty. She asks how work was, but Erica doesn't seem very concerned about work. She puts all the pillows that were knocked on the floor back on the couch and is like, so you guys are thirsty. (laughs) (laughs) Maggie is cooking cheesesteaks and asks if Erica wants one, but she doesn't. She tells Andy to have a seat at the table. We cut to them talking over Maggie and Andy's cheesesteaks. Andy tells Erica that his mom passed away five years ago and his dad owns an armored vehicle company. Erica asks if his dad is Ben Hawkins. Andy says yes, and Erica laughs that she went to high school with him. She offers condolences about his mother, but Andy says that it's okay because his dad has a new fuck buddy now. I can't believe this. What? Yeah. you, You are meeting... Your girlfriend? girlfriend's mother. Yeah. For the first time. And this is how you 
it's like Bart with Jessica Lovejoy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you don't know. Can fill the warehouse. It's like, dude, get out. <laughs> you blew it. It's over. You only get to meet her first once. Yeah, yeah. It's done. It's over. You're, it's the worst. The worst impression. <laughs> no offense, I, lady. <laughs> My dad is a fuckboy. <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's not the, the right first impression, but for somebody who likes gossip or whatever, it's like, oh. And is who's that? that? Yeah. Did I go to high school? Yeah. There? And who is this? <laughs> <laughs> now don't say that. Yeah. But, the, yeah. but who? <laughs> Not in language. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's her name? <laughs> Erica's a little taken aback by this, and Andy apologizes, but she ventures Mercedes. Andy confirms. Erica asks if he likes her, and Andy puts it simply that he's more of a Porsche kind of guy. Then he's like, "She's a bitch." <laughs> Again, <laughs> poor kid. <laughs> he just keeps stepping in yeah. it. But 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 but. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, we've already kind of seen how his dad's fuck buddy acts. I don't know. She's she, not the greatest. She she do be acting a yeah. fool, but the language. <laughs> Erica takes this opportunity to leave the table to refill their glasses. Andy's phone is blowing up, and Erica asks him, much to Maggie's chagrin, if he has a lot of girlfriends. In response to this, Andy turns his phone toward Maggie to reveal a video of Ma getting. in the next scene maggie and Haley walk down the hall at school maggie looks woefully down at her phone and Haley advises her to just block ma like she did maggie says that andy did as well and Haley pulls out her phone she says she's going to tell everyone to she starts a video message to all of her contacts as ma sits getting a pedicure at a salon her phone goes off she receives the message from Haley, telling everyone to block Ma for good because she's a crazy bitch. She says that her grandmother is sweet and maybe she'll let them hang out at her lame-ass house. The volume on Ma's phone was full blast, and the older <laughs> lady next to her, played by Jenny Patterson, asks <laughs> if she minds. <laughs> Ma snaps at her, yelling at her to mind her own business, but the lady counters with the fact that Ma is making her business her business. Maud yells at her, not today. She cuts her pedicure short, paying the woman doing her nails, but the old lady calls her a bitch for good measure as she leaves angrily. Now, Haley blocked Ma. Yes. How the fuck did she get this? She shouldn't. There's a She's del- crazy. There's a deleted, <laughs> yeah. a deleted scene. She's crazy. That's, 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 that's just yeah. the answer. There's a deleted scene where they're at an assembly of uh, sex education, and it's like kind of silly or whatever right and they come and take out Durrell because he's wanted in the office so Durrell goes to the office and the lady's like your mom brought this for you and it's his cell phone Mm. so it would make sense if she if Durrell was like oh I lost my phone at the party she took his phone and that's how she saw this that makes much because she just said I blocked her so them cutting Uh, that out I was like how the fuck did how'd you do that yeah yeah no, that yeah, it confused me. Sometimes when you're trimming a film, you gotta think about that. Yeah, like I don't, I don't know. And that, I mean, that could be considered a plot hole. Yeah, and the the anger at the the lady. Yeah, that was a lot. I did think that the lady's anger at her. I was like, is that Haley's grandma? Or? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, don't be talking shit to. Yeah. <laughs> they can drink in my lame ass house. Right. <laughs> you're old news, ma. <laughs> Plus, she's got nobody but herself to blame for this. Ma got really weird. She yeah. got and we real weird. That. When it, once you start to get too weird, then it's like, yeah, I don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> At the vet clinic, Ma watches Haley's video again. 
She's dazed until Dr. Brooks calls to her from the other room asking if she's fed the animals. <laughs> Ma gets back to work. <laughs> That's what she's here for. These yeah. poor animals are like, get off your fucking yeah. phone. You can plot and scheme later. <laughs> Fill I'm our bowls. Starving. <laughs> So you can take our diazepam, but you can't fill the bowl. Yeah. Interesting, it, interesting. In another flashback, young Sue Ann makes her way to a closet at school. As she enters the darkness of the small room, a boy's voice tells her to come over there and close the door. Sue Ann does. At home, Maggie is woken up by an incoming message. She checks her phone to see a notification from an unknown number. She has either an edited video <laughs> or multiple videos from Ma. I wasn't sure. <laughs> she never cycled through them. Yeah. No, I know what it is. Yeah. It's a montage. Ah, very good. <laughs> I'm going to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've peaked. <laughs> she tells Maggie and whoever else that this has been sent to that she got a new number. <laughs> And she's picking up supplies for the party as she holds up a bottle of liquor. She sits in her basement in the next segment, saying that she doesn't want to hear any excuses about homework. She says, don't make me drink alone. And then sings, don't make me drink alone. (laughs) In the next segment, right up close to the camera, she asks if they're mad at her for something. She says that she risked her job so that they could have fun. They did have fun, but the least they can do is say thank you. In the next segment, she sits alone in the basement. She sadly says that she needs them to meet her at the rock piles after school tomorrow. She pleads that it's an emergency, and before the video cuts off, she begins to cry. She'll be fine. We don't need to go. <laughs> we don't need to go out yeah, there. I think fine. it's a bad idea. Someone text Ma. Yeah, right. Yeah. The next day after school, the group does pull up to the rock piles where Ma waits. She thanks them for coming and apologizes for the dramatics. After a long pause, she tells the group that she's sick with pancreatic cancer. She says that she's been taking a lot of medicine because the doctors don't know how to treat it yet. She expounds that it's scary because the medicine makes her less fun and not herself anymore. Everyone is immediately apologetic, telling her that they're sorry and they had no idea. But Ma says that she tries to live her life privately so she didn't share. But she says that she's going to beat this and she could use some friends. She tells Andy, I'm going to beat this, right? Andy says that she will and gives her a hug. She touches his face, lingering after they pull away, and Haley's sympathetic expression turns to one of alarm as she recognizes a bracelet dangling from Ma's wrist. So this is a wrinkle that is so unnecessary to me. Yeah. I don't understand why they have Ma out here stealing jewelry like rickety cricket. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the exact same like, thing, dude. It makes no sense. I was like, somebody yeah. open her shirt. This is just yeah. It's just chains. Yeah. <laughs> and ringworm, apparently. Yeah. I, I just don't understand why, why they're doing this. Yeah. I don't know. Because it's what she's doing is enough. Yeah. She doesn't need to be stealing their jewelry. And I feel like that is an issue that I have with something that we see later on. Yes. Y'all are doing too much. Mm. You're just adding. You're doing too much. It's just too much. I think what they it's it's all. And this is where for me that I don't like certain things in screenwriting. Right. Yeah. Because this is here just to plant a seed to allow for a reason for the next couple scenes to happen. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. It's, it doesn't serve anything but getting you from A to B. Yeah. yeah. Which is kind of not good. But Ma says that she has to get back to work. She just wanted to tell them what was going on. She promises to let them know, but Chaz assures her that she can beat it because his grandfather did. Haley tells her to stay strong. 
Before she leaves, she invites them over on Saturday, but makes it clear that there's no pressure. She walks away from the group who chatters quietly amongst themselves. As she walks away, her sinister expression turns into a smile. Back at the group, Haley quietly calls Maggie over for a private talk. Later on the street, Ma tries to wrestle a goat named Roscoe into a trailer. I think it was a goat. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think then she say, damn goat. Yeah, yeah. okay. Then so I think it's a goat. Across the street, Haley and Maggie watch her. Haley says that Ma was wearing Stephanie's bracelet and that she's missing her grandmother's ring, which her mom is going to kill her if she doesn't find. Maggie admits that she's missing her mom's earrings, too. Starting the car, Haley says that they're going to that bitch's house. I got to be honest. At this point, you just need to be impressed by Ma's sleight of hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that she could take she a only, ring off your finger. She took a ring off and she only drugged one of you with plutonium. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> and she's just robbing people left and right. That's impressive, frankly. It, it is. I don't understand. <laughs> You're right, though. Why did, they, why did they make her do <laughs> And she's wearing it in front of us. Yes. Yeah. Boldly. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel like it, uh, and I guess it doesn't make sense for Haley, but I feel like if the kids were disappearing, okay. then she had their yes. jewelry. Yeah. Maybe then it's like, no, something's <laughs> wrong. Something's really, really wrong. Yes. Or she takes it from them and then some time and then they go disappearing or whatever. No, she's just, a, it's, she's just a pickpocket. Yeah. But she, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's just pawning and shit. And if, if Darrell's phone was missing, yeah. there you go. Yeah. You could, because you could make her a, like a trophy killer. Yeah. Yeah. Instead, she's just a thief. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a petty thief. A petty yeah, thief. For what? I just don't get it. There's no point. No. Dude, do you know how hard it is <laughs> to take earrings out of somebody's ear? <laughs> Dude, and she said herself how hard it was to get a ring off. Yeah. <laughs> That's part of the film. That's established. And she's like, no, I could just slip that right off of <laughs> Haley's finger. You won't even notice it. Yeah. As they run across the property to Ma's house, Maggie asks what they'll do if someone sees them. Citing the remoteness of the house, Haley reasons that there's no one around to see them. I feel like that was important because it's like, no, guys, they're just out here. <laughs> yeah, but where did you park? Where there you are park? no neighbors. It's true. They you ran like yeah. four like, miles. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. They ran a long time. They did. <laughs> Big ass yard. <laughs> You're just out in the open. It's bad. Maggie is antsy, though, and insists that they leave. But when the cellar doors are locked, Haley climbs in through the basement window. She says that she knows her grandmother's ring is here. On the main floor of the house, they find ceramic cats. Haley picks one up to inspect it before they both head up to the second floor. It's like they've never seen misery before. See, I was going to say, this is what you were talking about. Yep. Yeah. At the landing where the stairs end, the opening to the rest of the floor is locked. Despite Maggie shaking her head, Haley unlocks the door and they continue on to the second floor. As they come off of the stairs for a split second, we see someone walk behind them. They head into Ma's bedroom. Maggie goes to search, but Haley is distracted by a collage that Ma made of their friend group on her vanity mirror. On her bed, Maggie finds a piece of the yearbook ripped out. Sue Ann is in one of the photos and the other is the boy from the flashbacks that invited her to the rock pile, Ben Hawkins. Haley also finds a photo of Ben Hawkins. That's who it was. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean. Wow. That's wow. Yeah. surprising. <laughs> <laughs> As Ma is staring into space at the reception desk at the vet clinic, Ben walks in. He greets her happily. He says that he didn't know she worked here and asks how she's been. She tells him that she's been good. Ben explains that it's time to bring his pet for a checkup and their regular vet moved, so they're trying to find a new place. Ma hands over the paperwork for new patients, assuring him that they can do that for him. 
As Ben starts to fill out the paperwork, he tells Ma that she looks great. He asks what it's been, 15, 20 years? He says that the whole thing makes him feel old and he doesn't like it. Ma agrees, saying that she feels it every day. She stops him on the paperwork, though, telling him to only sign it and she'll fill out the rest. She watches him intently as he does this. He tells her that it's good to see her and that they should catch up sometime. Ma is literally speechless for a second before telling him that she would like that. You know what I'm wondering? I feel like what she's doing is she's saying that there are other things wrong with these pets so she could steal the medication Yeah, for them. That makes so much sense, but that's not established. No. no. Because I was like, oh, she's going to hurt those dogs. That's what or I thought. Yeah. Gonna, yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> she keeps doing it, but yeah, we don't. Yeah, the two times we've seen her do her job, yeah. <laughs> that's what yeah. she did. But then again, I don't, they, they don't make it clear what her job actually is outside of being yelled at. <laughs> she answers the phones and she props the dogs. Okay. That's what she's supposed to be doing. Because yeah. I mean, I guess even if she's lying on the paperwork, it would be Dr. Brooks that's doing it. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So the medication wouldn't be, I don't know. I don't know yeah, either. Because that's in a very important thing that she's done twice now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder if that's something that got dropped. Maybe. But on his way out, Ben tells her that when he comes back to pick up his animal, they can go to a pub. Ma says that she doesn't want to go in her scrubs, but she'll meet him there at six. Pleased with the arrangements, Ben leaves. Alone now, Ma slips into another flashback. Before we go to the flashback, I did want to say again, at this point, I'm like, Ben's really nice. Yeah. yeah. So what's the, what's going on? Yeah. yeah. Young Sue Ann sits in her classroom, busy at work dissecting a pig. Someone passes a note to her and she quickly opens it up and reads it. Hey, you, janitor's closet after school. Shh. XOXO, Ben. Sue Ann looks pleased. Her friend watches all of this with a displeased look on her face. We cut to Maggie looking at the cutout of the yearbook photo for Sue Ann's friend from the flashbacks. We now see that it was Erica. What? I think we can stop calling her Ma at this point now, right? We don't, yeah. <laughs> You're like, no Ma. Right. Like, no, we, uh, Erica, though. Yeah. That's surprising. Right. So surprising. Maggie stares at this until Haley gets her attention. She starts to tell her that she might want to look at something, but someone comes into the room holding the mask that was on the wall over their face. This scares the shit out of Haley and Maggie, and they scream. When the girl lowers the mask, it's Jeannie. Remember from the beginning, from the first day of school? The two seconds we saw this guy? Yeah. And haven't seen her since? Yeah. Yeah. Jeannie asks what they're doing in here, and when no one responds, she sweetly tells them that it's okay and she doesn't mind. Maggie asks what she's doing here, and Jeannie says that she lives here. This is her house. Maggie is surprised to see that Jeannie isn't using her wheelchair, but Jeannie only says, I'm sick. Maggie asks if Jeannie knows Haley, and she makes introductions. She tells her that they were here last week, and she left her school ID, and she needs it for the PSATs. Haley says hi to Jeannie, and Jeannie remarks that she has pretty teeth. With the ball tossed back into her court, Maggie says that she hasn't seen Jeannie around school in forever. Jeannie just reasons that she gets sick a lot, so her mom thinks she should just stay at home. She says that her mom told her that the doctors say that it's her spine, and it's only getting worse. Haley admits that her mind is blown and flat out asks Jeannie if Ma is her mom. She rephrases, is Sue Ann your mom? Jeannie answers with a quiet yes. So I don't know why we needed to add a sprinkle of Gypsy Rose Blanchard into this. I don't Again, know. Again, it feels like it. it's just it's <laughs> it's just too much. Yeah. Yeah. If you remove Jeannie out of this, nothing changes. 
Nothing, yeah, nothing no, changes. Yeah. No, I think the story is is enough on its own with everything in the past. Yeah. yeah. And to the present, you have your motivation, you have what's yeah. happening. Also, it's is it really that big of, of a surprise? Because Jeannie is literally wearing a Sue Ann cosplay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, Sue Ann's your mother? What the fuck? You have the same exact haircut? That's yeah. your mother? It's like, yes. No and, shit. and you're in this house yeah, as well? Yeah, and you're here, yes. In this cage. Yeah, were you, par- yeah. Were, were yeah. you partying downstairs at this time? <laughs> <laughs> and we just didn't see you? At this time, we're not allowed up here. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if she yeah, told you that. Get back in the basement. <laughs> You'll get thrown up against the wall and cursed at. But I mean, it was it was just the the surprise was very weird. Yeah, and what comes from this at all is so unnecessary. Yeah. yeah. Outside, Mom makes her way toward the house in her truck. Back in Ma's bedroom, Jeannie admits that she hears them down in the basement a lot. She asks if it's fine, and Maggie says that it can be, and she invites Jeannie to come. As Ma's truck makes the turn to the house, Jeannie tells Maggie and Haley that they should go. She doesn't like anyone in her room, and it's best not to get her upset. She promises that she won't tell if they won't. Maggie and Haley agree that they definitely won't. Jeannie offers that maybe she'll see them at school, and she watches after Maggie and Haley as they head back downstairs. She looks down at the stairs behind them. She watches from the landing through the bars as Haley tries to open the door and leave, but it's locked. Now, this is a very esoteric Mad Men reference. Oh, God. But why does Jeannie look like the kid <laughs> from the glow coat commercial? <laughs> Let me out. Like, I. Uh, they won she the Clio. She wants to go play. They, they deserve run. it. Yes, they did. They it. it was a great ad. It's a great ad. Go ahead. Ma is out of the truck now, walking up to her house with her dry cleaning. Jeannie urges them to hurry and get out of here. They run away as the door opens. As soon as Ma enters the room, she sees that her ceramic cats have been tampered with. She calls up to Jeannie, asking if she's messed with them, but Jeannie says no. She's like, this always faces easy. (laughs) (laughs) You look very hectic. (laughs) (laughs) Ma starts to put them back in place, and we see that Maggie and Haley's stupid asses are just hiding behind the couch that Ma is standing in front of. They creep silently into the kitchen. Ma starts in their direction, but they reach the basement door and close it quietly behind them. Instead of coming toward them, Ma changes her direction and heads upstairs. I got to be honest, dude. Movie sneaking is so fucking funny to me. Yeah, it is. <laughs> because you know that their sneakers would be squeaking like a basketball court. <laughs> oh, you hear something. Yeah. 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 Somebody's knees going like, to pop. Yeah. Dude, yeah, I can't sneak for anything anymore. There's no anymore. fucking way. No, yeah. my sneaking days are over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Outside, having unlocked the cellar doors from the basement, Maggie and Haley slip out and run away. That night at Ma's, she comes into the room announcing that it's time to give Jeannie her medicine. Ma is dressed up for her plans with Ben and Jeannie compliments her. She asks if she can start going back to school because she's feeling better now and she misses her classes. Ma says no. She's just too sick even if the doctors don't see it yet. It made me laugh. She's like, you look beautiful can i go back to school yeah (laughs) you gotta gotta space it out Jeannie proposes that maybe she just go for half a day the teachers could grade her homework so her mother doesn't have to and she could ride the bus without prompting she pulls down the sleeve of her shirt to expose her shoulder and ma administers a shot she tells her daughter that she doesn't look well and her hair which is not quite to her shoulders is far too long she says that maybe they should just cut it all off before it falls out 
Ma says that the other kids will make fun of her because that's what they do. Jeannie needs to stay with her where it's safe. She kisses her daughter's forehead and tells her that she loves her before making her way down the hall and locking Jeannie upstairs. So she basically said they're all going to laugh at you. Yeah. 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 I mean. Mm -hmm. At the pub. (laughs) (laughs) Take a prom. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) At the pub, Ma sits and waits for Ben. She slips into a flashback. The blonde girl puts lipstick on Sue Ann and instructs her on how to fellatiate someone as it is about to be her first time. Now, I I will say this because they were dissecting the pig earlier and all that. I said, yeah. she goes in this fucking closet and they, she kisses a pig. I swear to God. I was like, yeah. I'm going to fucking give this movie a one. I don't give a shit. <laughs> like, I, that's like, come on. Because this movie doesn't been- feel slapstick like that it doesn't feel comedic like that to be able to pull something like that off and if you're trying to do it serious i don't i don't feel like that's the route to go i thought it was going to be a pig as well i okay. literally said i hope they don't have her kissing a pig yeah i feel like this is too much it's, it's way no, worse it is it's way it worse. is um you needed something in the middle because this is way fucking why don't why don't too much why don't you even just this? Have, don't do it have her making out with uh a person yeah. yeah that's fine yeah. yeah this is like beyond yeah but she tells sue ann that she looks hot and sue ann smiles saying thanks mercedes it's mercedes oh my god did you have it when she said i that's how surprised i was did you have it when mercedes said pow no because th- ma <laughs> sue ann yeah <laughs> <laughs> i've never been in that basement yes sue <laughs> <laughs> Sue Ann said that when she was getting ready earlier. Yeah, she did. So that's, you know, yeah. I like the, a reintegrated line. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And and I, I also, I just, I didn't think about it until now, but that's throughout the movie. Hmm. There is no, I, do they even talk about sex or is it just oral the whole no, time? Just, just dumb. That's it? Yeah. Yeah. Even when the kids were talking about it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's really weird. He's that... looking at me very upset. <laughs> well, because it doesn't need that nickname. We have. Well, I mean, they, it's what's going on. Eggs and fellatio. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what's what happened? Next? I've received a few DMs that everyone said they preferred that one. Well, so. of course they did. <laughs> the eggs and fellatio. Of course yeah, they wakey, did. Wakey, eggs and... Because I, right. I set myself up for failure. I should have never called for a vote. <laughs> and I, I said it on the episode and I'm like, I hope everybody hears this part, not the part before. And everybody's like, I vote for it. I was like, no. <laughs> no. So include the balls, right? With the eggs. Oh, oh. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Nay, what the <laughs> fuck happens next? <laughs> what, right, happens? Faster, faster. <laughs> yeah. what happens next in the Get movie? <laughs> At the pub. Ma sits staring until Ben comes over and sits across from her. That I did see, I think it was on one of the um, features on the Blu-ray that Haley earlier when they go to party is wearing like a, a cheetah print shirt. Okay. And Ma is wearing one here. Huh. So I thought that like the costume like design, I thought that that was really clever because right. she's like, oh, like, you know, that's cool. Yeah, you know, people like that consciously or subconsciously, you know. But Ben apologizes for being late, saying that he was caught up at the office. Ma says that it's fine. He tells her that she looks lovely. The server comes over and Ben orders a drink. 
when Ma orders only a Diet Coke, he asks if she's really going to make him drink alone. I was like, did you see? Yeah. Yeah. He saw his son's video. Are you going to make me drink alone? (laughs) That's my line. I'd be like, yeah. Uh, Yeah. uh, Wouldn't you be? uh, Oh, yeah. yeah. And honestly, I feel like he had to have. That must be a thing. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't budge, though. He asks if she's kept in touch with anyone from school, but Ma says no. She runs into people once in a while, but she doesn't go to reunions or anything. Ben says that he went to the 10-year reunion, but none after that. His wife hated the whole experience. Ma offers her condolences because she heard that his wife passed. She shares that she was married years ago as well, but it didn't work out. If you're hoping with all these breadcrumbs that we've been getting about Ma's marriage that that's going to mean anything, just let that go right Mm -hmm. now because it doesn't. I honestly thought it was going to come out that she killed her husband. Something. Yeah. The last time I got drunk, it was really bad. Exactly. You know, mm-hmm. we have these moments and it's not, there, it's nothing. I would like to know who Jeannie's dad is. I would like yeah. to know what happened to him. I would like to know why you're still wearing the ring. I would, I would like to know a lot of things that I just don't get. Absolutely nothing. Nope. Unless they're saving it for the sequel. Ma what? to Electric Boo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She says that sometimes you want something so badly and then suddenly you just don't. Ben doesn't say anything to this, but he reaches into the pocket of his coat. He places a device on the table and asks if she knows what it is. She guesses that it's a taser and asks if he's really going to tase her for drinking a Diet Coke. It's not a taser, though. It's a tracking device. Ben says that he has them on all of his trucks and vans, including Andrew's. I'm sorry. Two things. One. Uh, could you imagine if he was going to taste like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> drink an adult beverage or whatever <laughs> you can drink whatever you want Sue Ann you're a terrible but, you're, uh, but yeah. you can drink whatever you but want you can drink whatever you want it's our right given <laughs> <laughs> to us adult, yeah. <laughs> by the new founding fathers or whatever no oh, no not that <laughs> um, anything but that yeah. no, 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 no 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 we hate those motherfuckers uh, here's the thing though with Ben so you only check these tracking devices once every six months? Or yeah. Because yeah, this has like, been going on for a little bit. Yeah, and you've finally been like, you know what, maybe I should. And you're letting him borrow a company van? Is it not, an old company van? Not only that, you've already been tipped off that he was out there drinking once. Yes. Yeah. So it's just like, oh, well, it, it's fine, I guess. Like, yeah. Yeah. he didn't get arrested. So, and then you just never check it. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's weird. It it's is weird. weird. But the smile drops from Ma's face and Ben asks straight up. Why the fuck is my son spending time at your house? Ma says that he needs to talk to Andy, but Ben says that he's talking to her right now. Ma laughs nervously and says that she doesn't know what he wants her to say. She asks if they can just not do this here, but Ben is not backing down. He says that he thinks she's trying to get back at him. They both know that she liked him and he didn't give her the time of day. He tells her that she's a loser. She always has been and it's pathetic. Now, what we find out in a minute... If he thinks that she's trying to get back at him, it's not because she had a crush on him and no. he didn't have one yeah, on her. Yeah. It, it's a it's a lot of convenient um selective memories yes. happening here. You did something fucking horrific. Yes. And if you think that this woman is mad at you, there's a specific reason yeah. why she's mad at you. And, and it's not because of a, a crush that you didn't reciprocate. Mm-hmm. So it just feels weird. It does. And again, for the severity of what happened to her, yeah, um, I kind of am, I, I feel a little bit of sympathy for her again. That's the thing. It, it mm-hmm. makes it very difficult. Yes. But at this part of the movie, we don't know that yet. No. Right, right. So I, I understand uh, 
Ben, right? Yeah. yeah. I understand him being angry, but maybe don't insult the lady. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Maybe I, I, I'm, I'm upset that my kid's at your house. Yeah. And you're not telling me what the fuck is going on. That is upsetting. Yes. But you don't need to. You're a loser. You're a yeah. loser. And I go, like, <laughs> yeah. You don't need to do any of that. Yeah. Maybe let's tone it down. <laughs> tone it down it's just a little bit, guys. <laughs> yeah. That's, are you feeling sorry for yourself? Or you be? It's just not a, a big dirt ball. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so unnecessary. I just don't. I don't get why um <laughs> baby want a bottle. That's, yeah. what I mean. <laughs> that's the meanest thing you could say um i just don't understand any of this because it, it it changes everything once we realize what happened yes yeah but he says that she's pathetic he downs his drink and slams the glass on the table saying that some people never change looking at him ma agrees no they don't ben tells her that this is her one warning if he finds out his son has been anywhere near her or her house he won't call the police he'll handle it himself he throws cash on the table, grabs his coat, and leaves. So, I mean, we kind of see, I guess, the sides that everybody's been talking about yeah. about him. So, it's, I mean, all right. Yeah. At the vet clinic, with the dog literally on the table, <laughs> Ma Googles how to find a tracking device on your car. <laughs> Dr. Brooks stops as she's walking by, telling Ma to put her phone down and shave the dog <laughs> like she was supposed to. She does, turning on the clippers as Dr. Brooks eyes her. When she turns to file charts, Ma glares at her. In Andy's van, Maggie tells Andy that Jeannie is Ma's daughter and that she can walk. Again, nobody, she had to introduce Jeannie to Haley. Yeah. I don't think Andy, whatever. She was in the house whenever they were there partying. She says that Ma went to high school with their parents and has photos where she's pasted herself in with Erica, Ben, and Mercedes. Andy's like, pancreatic cancer is rough man he assumes like she said that the medicine is making her behave strangely maggie is in disbelief but andy says that his mom did weird things too before she passed away maggie apologizes for his mom but delicately tells him that she doesn't think ma has cancer at all she posits that ma was in love with ben and now she's in love with andy andy's like well duh then he says that he's kidding well sort of kidding I don't care for Andy very much. Yeah. Neither do <laughs> I. And the fact, again, that Sue Ann, when Andy's mom passed away from cancer and Chaz's grandfather apparently had it as well, that that's what she chose to use. Yeah. It makes it... That is so fucking disgusting. Like that... The, you know, not to... What she's doing is already fucking horrible. But yeah. that is just like icing. It's like, an extra layer. What the fuck? Maggie comes back home through the back door, not the front door in the living room for the first time because, you know, this has to be a big reveal. <laughs> she hears Erica talking in the living room with someone else detailing her divorce. She walks over and presses her ear to the wall and we see that Erica is talking with Ma. <laughs> she tries to slink by, but Erica calls out to her saying that she wants to introduce them. Ma stands and shakes Maggie's hand like she's never seen her before and they say that it's nice to meet each other. Erica says that Ma works at the vet that Louie goes to and she was just visiting to see how he was doing. She tells Maggie to come sit with them and reveals that Ma went to high school with her, Ben, and Mercedes. Now, this was predictable. We already kind of seen this coming. Mm -hmm. um, but I want to take a second... And I, I wanted to ask you, because while I was watching this, I kind of figured I was like, or I was thinking whatever. I would much rather one of my kids blow up their own spot and yeah. tell on themselves and be like, no, I know who that is. That's a bad lady. 
than them be like, oh, hi, ma'am. Mm-hmm. I've never met you before. What, right? Absolutely. I, yeah. I, I'm going to be pissed, but this being a problem takes precedent over your punishment. Absolutely. So we need to get rid of this problem and call the authorities, whatever we need to do to fix what's happening. But then you're fucked after. So oh, and and mom also she's making her daughter sick and won't leave her le- let let her leave her house. Yeah, like now the stakes are so high. You have someone that needs to be saved now. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that's why I feel like that whole addition of genie just does not work for me. No, because now you're still like going. I mean, and then I don't want to give anything away about later, but we're still partying. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm. Yeah. Uh, this no, is, it's it's bonkers. Yeah. What are you? <laughs> talking about and can we just talk about the excuse here it's it's strange enough that she's making house calls yeah, yeah. like and oh erica yeah thompson well, and, and yeah. like you said t they've already done this yeah they already uh, met at the that's vet the problem there should have been a moment of recognition there yeah mm-hmm. and then this meeting should have nothing to do with louis it's catching up yeah, yeah. yes done ma asks where maggie goes to school and that she knows how hard it is to make friends Erica chimes in and says that she's proud of Maggie because she's already made some really nice friends. Ma jumps up, saying that she needs to get going. She apologizes for dropping by unannounced, but it's so easy to get attached to the animals. She says, there's probably something wrong with me. That was for the trailer. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Erica thanks her for coming and throws her arms around her in a hug, inviting her to come back anytime. As she's being hugged, Ma eyes Maggie. On her way out the door, she tells Maggie to keep an eye on the dog for her. She leaves, glaring as she makes the walk from the house to her truck. She's clearly hurt the dog. That's the thing. Like That's what I was thinking. Yes. Back in the flashback, Sue Ann finishes what she came into the closet to do. She stands up, asking Ben, who is shrouded in the shadows of the dark closet, if it was good. He tells her yes. She asks him if he's going to talk to her tomorrow, and he just suggests that they get out of the closet. As she steps out into the hallway, Ben is standing there among a huge group of kids. She's confused as she was just in the closet with him, but he says, surprise, and everyone starts laughing. She turns back to the closet and sees flashback closet boy, played by Micah Joseph Graves, who says that it was awesome. Everyone continues to laugh and Sue Ann runs away sobbing. This is fucking disgusting. Yes. This is awful. This is sexual assault. This is terrible. Um, And this is what I read was added later. What I had read in those articles was that whenever the film was originally written, it was literally just kind of a slasher Mm -hmm. where this lady has these kids coming to the house and she's like picking them off one by one. Good. But what they decided to do here is after Octavia Spencer joined, mm-hmm. not only did they rewrite the character to better suit Octavia Spencer, but they rewrote the entire por- portion here to give motivation and an entire backstory. But I don't feel like I feel like they could have given a backstory without it being this. Absolutely. I Because I, I, I what I read was that it was to make her more sympathetic. Right. But you have her being predatory to these kids Mm -hmm. you have her drugging her daughter making Mm -hmm. her sick you you have her being so abusive in so many ways and i don't know if the messaging is about you know abuse begats abuse i don't know what y'all are trying to say but this is not the format to say it and y'all know me i do not shy away from serious topics in my horror Mm -hmm. that is not a turnoff for me that's not a, a no for me 
this does not work for me. This just doesn't, it doesn't work here. It's, it, it is very weird to insert this here. Um, then the whole student bodies there, the yeah. teachers yeah. and everything. It's like, what the, the fuck? Teachers I didn't well, I'm, just, I'm just saying. <laughs> it's like the whole school's there. It was. What the fuck? Yeah. It, yeah. It, should, what, what class is this? Yeah. It almost feels like it's a dream. Yeah. But I know I know it's supposed to be a flashback, but yeah, it, it was very hard for me to kind of get into this and be like, like, cause it's so, it, it is horrible, uh-huh. but it's like, why did you add this? You know, all they really could have done, and I feel like it would have worked better thematically, is if they took her to a party, she got very drunk, and then they like made her embarrass herself somehow. Yeah. yeah. That works because now I have your children, yeah. and I'm doing the same thing yeah. that you did to me. Yeah. That And they have all the phones, all the social media. Yeah. She could ruin these kids' lives the same way that they ruined her life. Exactly. That's easier to connect. And then lose the daughter thing that doesn't work for me either no and that actually that that's a good idea that works because now it's at the party they embarrassed her exactly oh now at this party i'm gonna embarrass your kids yeah done it it just it works so much better this was just i think and she stays sympathetic that way yeah Yeah. don't hit on these kids yes either (laughs) what the fuck your motivations are so muddy at this point because I understand that it's a revenge. That's the thing is y'all are between making her this predatory monster mm-hmm. and making this a good for her movie. You can't do both. No. You can't have both. L- look at Freddy Krueger. All right. <laughs> right. Child yes, murderer. Yes. Everybody loves him. Somehow. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Somehow. <laughs> He's not caressing faces or doing yeah. weird shit. Yeah. I he mean, says- he shouldn't be killing kids, but no. I mean... He does use the B word a little too, yeah. <laughs> a little too loosely. No, but uh, yeah, this uh, obviously we need to move on. But this just it, yeah, you know. No, and for me, uh-uh. it, it takes kind of tanks it. Yeah, yeah. It's like oh my god, like this. It's just it's awful. It's just awful. I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. Because with uh, the daughter, I was like, mm, I'm kind of being lost. But this, I think, is where they completely lost mm-hmm. me. Yeah. But in present day, Ma speeds away from Erica's house in her truck. Mercedes is doing her daily run down the road. Ma revs her engine. As she approaches Mercedes, she swerves, intentionally hitting her and speeding away. Mercedes's body is left bloody in the road. Showing absolutely zero remorse, Ma cranks up September by earth, wind, and fire. It is, it's broad daylight as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, first of all, you know, great song. Yeah. yeah. Amazing oh, no, yeah, song. Yeah. I think we can all agree with that. But the thing, the, the, the tonal shift from the cold-blooded murder. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember? It's like, yeah. it's, it's very surprising. Sure. I mean, yeah. I, sure. I was, I was uh, shocked. Yeah. But back at home, Maggie sits at her desk until she hears Louie whining. She heads outside with the flashlight to check on him, but only hears his barking in response. She finds him inside of a shed, sitting on a mattress, but she is horrified to find that he's bleeding. When she hears something behind her, she turns the flashlight into another yard, calling out, Hello? To a figure that stands there, even though it's fucking (laughs) clearly Ma, wearing the same fucking shit that she always wears. (laughs) <laughs> that was no one else no it was clearly <laughs> i don't know i don't know what this is and what we what we see what we see 
as an application for this dog blood. <laughs> yeah. Is just about the craziest thing I've ever, yeah. <laughs> I've ever witnessed. It, it was a bit ridiculous. <laughs> At the clinic, the lights turn off and Ma snatches up another vial of diazepam. The dogs bark in the kennels as Ma walks through them. But at the end of the room, bloody, eyes wide but unseeing, Dr. Brooks lays in one of the cages, dead. I was very shocked to see that as well. So uh, Sue Ann's just killing everybody. Yeah. That's just what it is now. Yeah. That's excessive. Yeah. <laughs> I think. And we just saw her in the yard. Now she's yeah. like, it's yeah. like the editing is wild. Yeah. <laughs> Back at home, they've brought Louie inside. Erica notes that his breathing is slow and he probably shouldn't be moved. She goes to call Ma, but Maggie stops her. She emphatically tells Erica not to call her. Erica wants to know why, and Maggie admits that she knows her. She's even been to her house. We cut to Ben pounding on Ma's door. I guess he's not been alerted that Mercedes was murdered. I mean, we just never talk, think, or hear about Mercedes again. Okay, so we're talking broad daylight. Yeah. And then this is nighttime. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a very, yeah. Man, I'm just disappointed. It's, it's It's the back the back end of this mm. where it's like what the fuck yeah it doesn't make a lot of sense time is confusing in this movie. <laughs> it, is. It, is. <laughs> it is it is it's a flat circle <laughs> but she opens the door and ben demands to see his son because he knows that he's here ma says that no one is here but her and him but ben says that he knows he's here he yells for his son to come out but ma hands him a tracking device asking if he knows what it is but when he's looking down at it she stabs the syringe into his neck so she dexters him because he goes out immediately. She does. Ben tries to put up a fight, but it's short lived and he collapses against her and then falls to the floor. So you want me to believe she looked up an article on a tracking device, programmed one to fit his signature <laughs> tracking device to get him to get over there. Or she somehow slid under Andy's van with nobody seeing and took his off of his van and brought it to her house. In between uh-huh. talking to Erica, running over Mercedes, killing Doctor Brooks. <laughs> oh, and ki- yeah, killing Doctor Brooks, <laughs> and now you're back and at stealing home. more diazepam yes, and then going yes, home. Yes. It's been a oh wait, it's and been a busy the dog, day. The, the, and we've Louis, seen her, yeah, yeah, and yeah. hurting Louis and skulking around in yards. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Wow. How does she do it? Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Back at their house, Erica tells Maggie that she is so disappointed in her. Maggie explains that they all wanted to go over there and she was afraid that if she didn't want to, they wouldn't be friends with her anymore. Erica angrily reminds her that she is only 16. Sneaking booze at prom is different than hanging out in this bitch's house while she's feeding everyone alcohol. She says that it's unacceptable. She picks up the phone to call Ben, but Maggie begs her to stop. She says that Andy is the most innocent one out of all of them. Okay, two things. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Number one, this is the first instance of of hearing their ages. Yeah. Yeah. Because this whole time I've been operating on the hope, hope that they were all 18 years old mm-hmm. because of everything that's happened. Yeah. They are not. No. Second of all, by what metric is Andy <laughs> yeah. the most innocent? I'm like, I know that's your man or whatever. Yeah. But let's be Calm real. Down. He's offering to drive them around while they drink. Yep. He knows what's happening. But he's not doing it himself. He's a hero. No. <laughs> 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 I don't know about all that. 
Erica slams the phone down and tells Maggie to go to her room. She punishes her as she follows her down the hall. She's not going anywhere until summer break. She's not going to Sue Ann's house. She's not going to Andy's van. She's not going wherever the fuck she thinks she wants to be going. I think you're missing the point of what's going on here. <laughs> like, obviously some shit's been going on and is going on now. I think you need to talk to your child. Just, yeah. you know what I mean? Let's figure and this again, out. And again, why wouldn't you be like, Mom, no, I know I fucked up. I'm sorry. She's got somebody. Yeah. Uh, she's Her daughter is being held prisoner. Yeah. Like, why are you not saying any <laughs> well, of that? I think my thing as well is that is what it is. And it's <laughs> she's like, I don't care. You're a grown yeah. Like, <laughs> no. Get to the house. Yeah. yeah. Call the police. Like, do, yes. so, do something. Like, that's why it really feels like the thing with Jeannie, it was like implanted later because mm-hmm. it's like, we saw it and we're like, oh my God. And then we just forget about her yeah. until she's convenient to bring up again. Mm-hmm. It's just weird. But in Ma's bedroom, Ben wakes up tied to her bed. He is naked with the exception of a towel draped over his privates. Mm-hmm. Ma is sitting next to him, candles lit behind her. She holds up his phone and tells him not to worry because she let Andy know that he'll be out late. There's an IV stand next to the bed and a blood bag marked Louie. So are we turning him into a dog? Yeah. <laughs> is uh Ma's like you're going to wish you could take it all bark or whatever. <laughs> like I don't but know. This is going to be rough. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't, I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> She trails the knife down his stomach and says that she's been thinking about what she wants to do to him. She pulls up the towel, asking if this is what he was going to show her in the closet. She grabs his penis and brings the knife to it, proposing that maybe she should cut it off. Ben struggles in vain, but Ma suddenly decides, maybe not, and drops the towel back down. I could not believe. I couldn't believe. This I was is surprised. Ra- this is what I was saying when I feel like they're trying to push it to be an R-rated film. Yeah. Because this was very unnecessary. I was like, yeah. peen? Like, I, I just, I wasn't, I wasn't, expe- I, I could have. Yeah, I know. I, I guess one. Can I'm, I have God. my flowers now? <laughs> I'm going to give you one flower. Yeah, eight. <laughs> I'm only giving you one because you've really, you're negative flowers right now. <laughs> and you know it. <laughs> <laughs> so for me this is this is kind of where honestly like totally totally and i hate saying it but it the movie you're gone yeah it stopped being any kind of fun i think the i think what's happening right now and it is the back end of it is everything's fitting into perfect everything's lining up too good ma's getting away with this ma's doing that uh, uh, the murder nobody said anything about it's just mercedes going too fast. what about her boss nobody said anything about that there's that nobody too. going in there nobody's checking the the doctor doesn't have family that's trying to get a hold of them there's no like everything is happening too perfect right now for ma and there is no consequence that's fair there's no so there is for me there's no tension there is no reason for me to be afraid or to be like oh what's gonna happen next because guess what ma's getting away with whatever the fuck she wants (laughs) Mm -hmm. to so in the next scene she's gonna get away with that too so it doesn't feel as impactful because i know oh some some other weird shit's gonna happen next there it is it's almost like you had said that 
the closet sequence felt like a dream. Yeah. It's almost like this feels like a dream. Yeah. That she's it's, just picking off these people that have been mean to her and no, that nobody's doing anything <laughs> yeah. about it. It's like a revenge fantasy. And then like in, in, in a minute, Dr. Brooks is going to be like, get back to <laughs> work. <laughs> Quit daydreaming and get, yeah. that nobody. get this dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly yes yeah but, yes. yeah but it's not it's yeah it's just weird but ma tells ben that what he did to her that humiliation it never goes away ben asks her please but she just continues she says it hit her she's been thinking about this the wrong way he treated her like a dog because that's what he is but she's like a supervillain. she's like and dog you will become <laughs> and she flips a giant lever that she had i don't know what I look. I tuned out at this point and started imagining my <laughs> imagining my own movie. <laughs> There's a storm. It goes yeah, up in the sky. It is. It's amazing. Yeah, it's alive. <laughs> They're having to restrain him. Yeah, and they cut he's, a line from it because it was 1931. Yeah. <laughs> like, ooh, you can't say that. It's yeah. sacrilegious. She administers the now, IV. Now I know what it feels like to be a dog. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm done. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> she administers the IV and once Ben realizes what's happening, he begs her, please. He says that he was just a kid, but she reminds him, so was I, motherfucker. She suddenly slits his wrist and when he screams, she shoots him up again with the diazepam. He begins to drift off immediately as she watches. I'm sorry, I'm like trying not to laugh because in my mind, <laughs> Ben's like... <laughs> Who's Louie? <laughs> so he true. doesn't yeah. know who that is. Well, Not at all. Dude, you know, he brought a pet to the to the place. Why can't it be his, his pet? Own, oh, yeah. yeah. What's that? And also, what was the point of that? Of this? Of the dog blood. <laughs> He's a dog. But she never used She's it. She's like, you got the wrong kind of blood in your yeah. hand. <laughs> let, me, let me fix you that. You need some caninous spirit as yeah. my man. <laughs> and putting him to sleep, isn't that like doing him a favor? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yes. he's not going to suffer. He's just going to die. I don't know. She's like, oh, we're doing all of it. <laughs> I don't know what any of this is. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Erica comes into Maggie's room and tells her that she's off tomorrow. So Maggie's getting up early and running errands with her. Maggie doesn't say a word. But when Erica walks away, saying her butt needs to be in the car at 8 a.m., Maggie flips her off behind her back and mutters that she's a bitch. Dude. She should be like, Mom, I know we have errands to run, but that girl is locked up Yeah. There. <laughs> like, no, I don't, I don't know. Dude, and after everything you've done, don't go all teenagery. Yeah. No, you deserve, yeah. you, that's, that's your punishment is running errands on a Saturday morning. And you're yeah, like, no mm, shit. Yeah. Doing the finger? <laughs> Fuck. That's unbelievable. Erica goes to the liquor store and immediately runs into Ma. I don't know how she knew to find her here. Yeah. But she's here. Ma tries to tell her hello, but Erica just says that if she ever comes near her house or Maggie again, she's calling the police. Ma feigns ignorance, but Erica asks what kind of mother parties with high schoolers. So she knows that she has a child. Yeah. yeah. Wait, so even, okay. All right. I don't know, man. I'm telling you right now. It, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, because it feels like, you know what it is? You know what it is? And I had watched a... Stuckman, Chris Stuckman video mm -hmm. on this film, and he had it exactly right. This needed a few more rewrites. Yeah. Because moments like this should not be happening. No. Yeah. That I totally forgot that she even said that. It's and like this I'm, is the finished. This was yeah. This, mm -hmm. is, this was available on the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Ma says that Erica's had a little too much coffee and tries to excuse herself. But Erica follows the rows of bottles between them. She tells Ma to back the fuck off and she makes it clear that she's not joking. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so she killed Mercedes. Yes. Hurt Louie. Mm-hmm. Killed Dr. Brooks. Mm-hmm. Stole the diazepam. Yes. Took Andy's tracker. Mm-hmm. Lord Ben to her house. <laughs> Killed Ben. Mm-hmm. And now she's buying liquor. Yeah. <laughs> Don't make her drink alone. Yeah. So this is the craziest and, shit I've ever seen. And isn't she wearing her scrubs? Where is she working? Yeah. She is. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It, everything just falls into place. It's like this isn't I'm not there's no more suspense for me. I don't it's like when you're in school and like the assignments do and you're like, This is not where I want it to be. I'm just gonna fucking send it and hope for the best. Mm-hmm. Like that's what because this is so it's getting confusing. It's like disjointed. Like a C isn't going to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to kill my average. It'll be fine. <laughs> but Ma says that she knows how to deal with Erica's type. Pretty athletic, popular. But she recalls that Erica did move back home to sling cocktails. Erica reminds her that these are children. She asks what the fuck is wrong with her. But Ma asks her if it hurts to be on the outside looking in. She assures her that the view from the center is amazing. Erica finally steps up to her and tells her that she needs help. Ma says that it sounds like Erica is jealous of her. She says she always thought they had a connection, but Erica just threw it all away. She walks away, <laughs> muttering that Erica is an ungrateful bitch and to think that she took care of Mercedes for her. Without another word, Erica leaves the store. I um, It's just dawning on me now that she never checked into this because we see her later and she's like well gotta get my errands done. Yeah. She, yeah. she's just like oh whatever I <laughs> like, feel it, it would have been better if there was any kind of mention maybe it was in the newspaper yeah a hit and run it's literally anything and she's like you know pieces yeah. it together mm-hmm. took care yeah but instead she's like what did you take her to the casino or <laughs> <laughs> took care of her you took her to jackrabbit slings <laughs> <laughs> Back at home, Maggie is on her laptop when she receives a text. It's a picture from Ma of a selfie with Andy. Their faces are pressed together and Ma is giving duck lips. It's followed by a video message of Ma in the middle of the party in her basement. She addresses Maggie directly, telling her that she's missing out. She pans the camera around to everyone partying and drinking. And she tells Maggie to look at who she found. And she shows Andy dancing behind her with a smile. Ma says, he's mine now. She tucks her hair behind her ear to reveal that she's wearing Maggie's earrings. And she thanks her for them. I just don't. What? What would possess Andy to even be there? He's what sick. would possess he Ma? Gives, he gives a half ass. Yeah, it's yeah, bullshit. It is. <laughs> but it is. after everything that Ma's already done, she's like, no, we need a, a, another party. Yeah. Tonight. That's the thing. That's unbelievable. <laughs> when did you? <laughs> Maggie has seen enough and she sets it down and closes her laptop. She goes into Erica's room and while she's sleeping, quietly picks up the car keys. She silently backs out of the driveway with the lights off. Or hear me out. Hmm. You have video evidence. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Let's show your mom. Mm-hmm. Let's get the cops. But check this out. The energy that she goes with is like, no, he's my man. Like that's how she goes in there. Yeah. Like Ma's another sixteen-year-old. It's just, it's it's. You know, you're not actually competing, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's yeah, the no crazy. It's fucking. It's crazy. <laughs> he told me he wouldn't go over there anymore. Like that's yeah. that is what she's worried about. I, I don't know. And you know what? 
Let her have him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. That's you fine. deserve each other. Yeah. <laughs> Maggie pulls up to Ma's house. As she gets out of the car, two people are <laughs> leaving, talking to each other. One says that they don't know what's wrong with Ma, and the other agrees. Like, yeah, she's weird, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, it smells like ass in there, too. Yeah. <laughs> Darrell was funny. <laughs> Maggie leaves her lights on and walks past Andy's van to the cellar doors. In the basement, Andy stands in a circle with his friends, drinking the most innocent one out of all of them. <gasps> Maggie grabs his shoulder and tells him that he's a fucking liar because he promised he wouldn't hang out here anymore. Andy harshly tells her that it's Chaz's birthday. He goes, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> yeah, I was also, again... Who are you. yeah confused because earlier at the mall when i told you not to go over there you were cool with it mm -hmm. you were calm you didn't raise your voice above like a decibel or some shit <laughs> yeah and then now you're squeaky voice mad because i'm <laughs> asking you mad. why you're here there's a deleted scene where they're making out while erica is gone and she's like i gotta get back inside because my mom they're outside okay and uh she's like i have to get back inside because my my mom's gonna be home she's grounded yeah and uh she's like what are you doing tonight and andy's like well it's Chaz's birthday so whatever he wants to do so i guess this was like well i, I told you it was his birthday like but <laughs> I, don't, I don't know I just his his indignation yeah he's so mad concern mm -hmm. yeah I just, I don't, I don't get it. Dump him right now. Literally. Yeah. He says that he didn't have a choice and that if he told her, she would have just been mad at him. She says that she thought he didn't drink, but he just breezes past this and says that Ma's trying to get everyone out because she only wants the original crew here. Ma watches smugly from the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Haley runs over and hugs Maggie. She tells her that she's so beautiful before kissing her on the lips. Maggie asks what's wrong with her and Haley just invites her to drink some of the punch that mom made for Chaz's birthday. She's like, it's loaded with plutonium. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's rubbing her own hands and face and it's pretty clear that Ma has spiked the punch. Everyone is cheering and hugging and when Andy tries to offer her a drink, Maggie says no. Everyone's here, mm -hmm. but only our core group are feeling the effects of this punch. Everyone okay. else is fine. Okay. Because I was going to say, they said they wanted the core group, but I can spot some that don't A lot belong. of them. Yeah. Well, there, there, there is someone that hangs behind that I don't get. Yes. That doesn't you were not in the deserve group. to be there. Yeah. At all. You weren't even part of the group. No. Nope. They're making fun of you. Yeah. yeah. Are you a friend of the director? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's kid. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Upstairs, Ma goes into Jeannie's room and tells her that it's time for bed. Jeannie asks for just another minute because what she's watching on her laptop isn't over. But Ma sternly tells her to turn it off. She tells Jeannie to open her mouth so she can place a pill inside. Jeannie obeys and takes it with a glass of water, presenting her open mouth to prove that she swallowed it. Jeannie says that she hears everyone downstairs. She can always hear them. But Ma ignores this, leaving the room and telling her again, Mommy loves you. She slams the door behind her. Downstairs, Ma closes the cellar door and locks it with a bar. Maggie notices the door close and rushes to it, but she can't open it. She goes to a window, but it's been nailed shut. Chaz suddenly drops the bottle that he's holding. It shatters to the ground and he collapses quickly after. I guess that only our group is still here. Everybody's yeah. cleared up. For the most part. Yeah. yeah. Andy is passed out, sitting up against a wall, and Maggie tries to wake him, but it's no use. Darrell and Haley are passed out on the couch as well, and Maggie is the only one that remains conscious. 
She quietly heads upstairs and tries to leave out the front door, but it's locked as well. She hears someone quietly calling for help upstairs and trying to save Jeannie. She heads that way. The voice continues to call out quietly, telling Ma where they are. But when Maggie enters Ma's bedroom, she finds Ben. He's still tied to the bed and the sheets are stained with blood. He's dead. She screams and Ma reveals herself, hiding behind the door. She quickly stabs Maggie in the neck with the syringe and Maggie immediately passes out. Erica wakes up at 7 a.m. when her alarm goes off. She starts to shower and calls out to Maggie. Again, no worry of Mercedes at all. We immediately cut to Maggie waking up, tied up in the basement. So I, this is just foolish of me, but her calling her daughter's name and her daughter waking up, was that The Shining? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do we really have to take a shot right now? Yeah, yeah. Wow. wow. I, for me, this didn't work because I, when I go in the morning, I get up and then I go use the bathroom, I check on the kids. Yeah. Right. I always look in on there. So you went about your whole full ass morning before even checking on your daughter. Yep. Just yelling her name. Yeah. No response, no snoring, no nothing. And your car and your keys are gone too. Yeah. Yeah, but we don't notice that either. No. We haven't seen that yet. And it's it's such a cliche in a film when somebody's having full on conversations like, yeah. Yeah. oh, Maggie, you know, uh, two eggs or one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm baking her sausage, sweetheart. And then, of course. All right, bacon. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Wow. Why aren't you answering me? You're being really rude You're right now. You're usually so excited about yeah. breakfast. <laughs> You're a regular Walt Jr. And, and then, of course. Whatever, Mag. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Makes the whole breakfast that's the thing it's, yeah, it's so annoying, it's annoying. To me. yeah but ma stands across the room and commends her saying that she's something else because that much diazepam can knock out a great dane for five hours after her shower erica continues to call out to maggie telling her that it's her day off and that they're doing this <laughs> in the basement maggie looks at her passed out friends on the couch all of them with spiked collars around their necks and notices that ashley is pretending to be passed out in the chair I the only thing I can think of is that they cleared the party out and she just continued pretending to be asleep. But we've seen her drinking with them yeah. before, so that's already the jig is up. Yeah, like, that's that's done. So, are did did we plant that seed earlier for this moment? I hope. Yeah, not. it had to be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I hope, hope not. not. But it. But then don't have her taking shots later. Have her because still, they yeah, still doing it. Yeah. Because honestly, I thought that maybe she was just left there after she had something to drink. Because I'm like, well, she drinks now. Yeah. But no, we see in a minute that she's faking. Yes. When she peeks up at Maggie, Maggie silently urges her to go back to pretending to sleep. Standing in front of an ironing board with her back to them, Ma says that some people just fit right in effortlessly. She goes down to Chaz, who is still on the floor, and cuts his shirt off. She comments, perfect skin perfect belly wait so ashley wa like hung out while all these kids got drugged yeah and, and what fell the out and then heard ma drag them to be chained up and <laughs> yeah. stuff and, and she's like what she's the like, yeah. <laughs> maggie should i leave yeah. or whatever <laughs> <laughs> that's unbelievable and that makes it yeah, yeah. her sleeping cap <laughs> <laughs> that's just dude i don't like it at all at all <laughs> But she caresses Chaz's stomach and tells him it must be nice, most handsome. Without warning, she takes a hot iron and presses it into his stomach. This was uh, pretty brutal, but considering what some other people have happened to them, burn burn my tummy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, you know, because fuck. Yeah. 
I don't know why she gets like jigsaw poetic with everyone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, and you talk too much. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. Ashley tries to run away now, but finds that she's also tied with the collar around her neck. Ma catches up to her quickly and bashes her in the head with the iron. Ashley passes out for real. <laughs> and you like to sleep. <laughs> Good night. Right. Your slumber is the problem. <laughs> you never know when it's time to yeah. wake up. <laughs> Will you wake up? <laughs> <laughs> Will you you know yeah. you guys know yeah. you, you've seen the song we've all film. seen song <laughs> you know what I'm saying but at home Erica yells to Maggie that she's pissing her off she finally goes down the hall to Maggie's room and finds that she is not there in the basement Ma goes to Haley who she dubs most popular born with the gift of gab she recalls Haley saying that she needs a man and ventures that maybe this will shut her up for once. I gotta say, she holds on to shit like I do. Yeah. <laughs> I need a man, huh, bitch? <laughs> that was fucking weeks ago, but I, I remember. I don't forget. She takes a needle and thread, and Maggie watches in horror as Ma sews Haley's mouth shut. It looks great. It, it does. does. At home, Erica calls Stu and asks him to come over because Maggie is gone. In the basement, Ma finishes her grisly work. She asked Maggie if she knows how hard it is to know that everyone is having fun without you, without even wondering if you might want to join in. She says the hard part is when they don't even see you when you're standing right beside them. She tells Darrell that she's sorry, but they only have room for one of them. She takes white paint and slathers it over Darrell's face with a paintbrush. So we hate Ma now, right? Like I this mean, is weird, uh, too the, weird. And the uh, thing is, this whole jigsaw monologue has nothing to do with what they did to her. Yeah, this is just uh, about being an outsider and not being in with the cool kids. So this was, I mean, written before they added that in. Like I don't. And then this part. This part for me. Okay, so I read in a lot of interviews they had asked. Uh, Taylor yeah about the um element of potential uh racial motivations yeah for bullying Sue Ann when she was a kid uh-huh and he was kind of annoyed at the question and then he even said that Octavia Spencer gets annoyed at the question but, but then, then why, why, did why are you we do doing this? this yeah if if it's not a part of the issue at all then why why is she doing this to Darrell because it's clearly know. part of the issue yeah so then what's going on I don't I don't know I just don't understand what that this has to do. It doesn't I I guess it's just like y'all said earlier, it just doesn't do what it's what they think it's doing. No. No. Across the room, Andy quietly wakes up and he and Maggie lock eyes. He says, Ma? She immediately lights up and sets the paintbrush down, calling him darling. Andy asks if she's mad at them, and Ma goes over and helps him up. She hugs him and tells him that he smells good, just like his dad. She says it's like they're the only two people in the world. With realization, she lets go of him and says they're cutest couple and that Andy is most charming. Andy, reading the room, tells Ma that he loves her and kisses her. Maggie watches in disgust as they start to make out. Do you really believe he's fallen in love with Ma over the course of this? <laughs> because she's like, oh, I knew it. Like, yeah. <laughs> you fucking motherfucker. <laughs> That's why you kept coming here. <laughs> you deserve each other. <laughs> but it's clearly a ploy. Yeah. Yeah. 
When the kiss ends, Ma picks up a knife next to Chaz's birthday cake. And it did make me laugh that she got him a cake. (laughs) (laughs) And plunges it into Andy's stomach. When he collapses to the ground, she calls him a liar. Maggie asks why she's doing this and tells her that she needs help. But Ma descends on her with the knife. Suddenly, the doorbell rings. Ma tells her not to make one sound or she'll slit her throat. Somebody in one of the articles pointed out that it was kind of interesting that both Hawkins feigned interest in Sue Ann. Oh, that is interesting. Yeah. So it's a little, you know, I mean, it's something. It's, yeah. it's fucked up. <laughs> it is, very much. When Ma opens the door, Officer Granger is there. They tell each other hello. Ma looks guilty as fuck. Downstairs, Maggie grunts as she tries to get out of her restraints. Officer Granger tells Ma that there are a lot of cups and bottles on her lawn, as well as some cars parked on the street. He asks her about this, and she feigns ignorance, saying that this must be some kind of prank, and now she's going to have to spend the whole day picking it all up. Maggie screams and bangs into furniture downstairs, and Officer Granger asks who's in the house with her. Jeannie comes up in her wheelchair and asks what's going on, and Ma immediately uses her as an excuse. She tells Officer Granger that Jeannie is very ill and he's keeping them from getting to a doctor's appointment. Granger apologizes to Jeannie and says that he hopes she feels better before promptly leaving. Right before he can, Maggie screams for help. Granger turns back around and Ma immediately shoots him in the chest twice and he falls dead. It's like he's never seen misery. (laughs) (laughs) Again, right? Yeah. I I was thinking like just as soon as this happened, I just went, all right. Like, sure. This is where we're at. She She can do whatever she wants. She fucking smelled the gun like Captain Spaulding. (laughs) And then (laughs) I was like, all right, I guess this is what it is. No vest. Why? Apparently not. See, that is that is honestly a great point because that should be um, that should be like scream where he comes back yeah, it and saves the day yeah. yeah, instead of anything having to do with what we have to do with. Yeah, but, yeah. but uh, we would be talking shit about Tate Taylor making himself oh, the character true. that saves the day. <laughs> that's true. But it's just, it, it again... I think they don't like water. <laughs> it just goes back into she's doing whatever she wants. There is no consequence to it. Yeah. Okay, you know... It just it it for me it it hurts anything that happens next because like oh, of course she's gonna do that because nobody's stopping her of course this is gonna happen because nobody knows about uh, the dead officer or Mercedes yeah. mm-hmm. or a Ben or it's just like what after a certain point it's just shit that's happening yeah because yeah. there's no stakes anymore there's no yeah. there's no risk there's no and he was shot in suspense. the he was shot in the chest can he call in. He didn't die immediately. Yeah, he did. Well, that's not. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, he did. All right. (laughs) And by by call in, I mean radio for backup. I'm not going to be. (laughs) I won't be at work tomorrow. I'm not going to make that. (laughs) (laughs) Something just came up. (laughs) But Ma turns on Jeannie, telling her that she had to kill him because of her. Jeannie sobs, but says that this wasn't her fault. Ma pulls Jeannie from her chair and makes her help drag Granger inside. He leaves a streak of blood on the porch. Stu comes to pick up Erica, who says that she thinks Maggie is off of Highway 18. Stu gently assures Erica that they'll find her as they get into the car. Back in the basement, Ma reminds Maggie that she told her not to make a sound. She leads her by the collar to the yearbook that Ma has set up. She has posted their pictures over the pictures already there, proclaiming that they've been given the superlatives that she's been saying. 
Andy and Ma's faces are pasted over the people who won cutest couple. Ma, Haley, Chaz, Andy, and Darrell are smiling under Mayor's youth council. She lets Maggie loose under the instruction to put Chaz up against the couch, but warns her that if she tries anything, she'll kill all of them. Mayor's youth council. Yeah, yeah. What, <laughs> you never said it. <laughs> we were part of that. All of us, all of us, but me. Okay, cool. <laughs> Got it. Thanks. Ma hoists Andy up against the couch next to Chaz and sits down between Haley and Darrell. Maggie asks where she's supposed to go, and Ma coldly tells her that she's not going to be in the picture. She's going to take it. She smooths her hair and drapes her arms over Haley and Darrell and tells Maggie to take the picture. When I went to log this on Letterboxd, this is the picture. This is the image that they have for the poster. Yeah, it is unacceptable. I was mm-hmm. like, uh, fucking spoiler. The The actual poster is just Octavia Spencer's yes. face. Use that. Which is so yeah. much, it's better too. Yeah. Right? Ma tells her to continue taking them as she cuddles up to everyone individually. She commends Maggie, good girl, but suddenly yanks the rope attached to her collar and throws it over a beam. She pulls it and hangs Maggie. Jeannie yells from upstairs that the officer is still moving and Ma leaves to address this. I guess he didn't die immediately. (laughs) (laughs) Or, Or maybe he did. Yeah. As soon as she opens the door, Jeannie hits her in the face with a pan and Ma goes sprawling down the basement steps. They are lined with candles and when she knocks one over, a fire starts immediately. Jeannie slams the door to the basement shut. Suddenly, this is when Haley, Darrell, and Chaz all wake up. They realize the situation that they're in, but with the callers anchoring them to their spots, they're powerless. I guess the plutonium has like a very specific... (laughs) shelf life of but i'm so confused as to why Haley was acting that way if she was given diazepam because um yeah yeah oh maybe she was also on e okay. yeah then she took that okay <laughs> i was gonna say because they weigh more than a great dame but i don't know <laughs> yeah, i don't know but she's like feeling her hands yeah, and- yeah she looked like she was on ecstasy all right i don't know or molly ah all right yeah <laughs> <laughs> After a moment, Jeannie decides to run down and help. The fire is spreading, but Jeannie's able to get Maggie down. She gets to work disconnecting everyone from their ropes on their collars. Andy is even awake now, but everyone is free. I was like, this is too, this is happening. This is too easy. Yeah. She's like, Maggie's done. But like, it's just, she was just like fucking nailing it. It's like getting all her combos. Yeah. <laughs> She's got a streak. They bang on the window and the cellar doors, but they're still locked. Ma wakes up from the bottom of the stairs and grabs Jeannie. Erica and Stu appear just in time and open the cellar doors, the smoke from the fire billowing out. Everyone runs out except for Maggie, who asks Erica and Stu to help her with Andy. Ma still has a hold on Jeannie, and when Jeannie begs Maggie for help, Ma tells her that she's not going to help her. She's weak, just like her mother. She screams at Erica to tell Jeannie just how weak she was. Erica apologizes to Ma tearfully. She says that what happened to her never should have happened and she should have stopped it. Ma screams at her that she didn't stop it, though. She pulls Jeannie deeper into the basement toward the fire. Erica screams at Ma that she's sorry and she didn't deserve it. But Ma continues to tell Jeannie that she loves her and it's time to go to sleep. Maggie spots the knife that Ma stabbed Andy with and snatches it up. She stabs Ma in her side. When she releases Jeannie as a result, Jeannie runs into Erica's arms. Maggie tells Ma that she's not weak and she's not her mother. Be like, hey, bitch. Yeah, dude. Yeah, damn. I'm busting my ass. I saved your life. Yeah, Yeah, that too. 
Who? Oh, who got the basement open? I'm so yeah. weak. I'm so weak. I can't open cellar doors. Okay, Let me I'll, just put I'll, it back. I'm gonna shut it. You, <laughs> yeah. You tell Let me. Let me how. put this the way I found it. <laughs> Show me how strong you are. She pulls the knife out, and Mom marvels at the sight of her own blood. She screams her daughter's name, and Erica yells at Maggie to come on as things start to explode in the basement. Outside, Stu rests Andy on the grass and everyone comforts each other. Ma calmly walks through the fire, I guess, up to the main floor of the house. I said, what is she, Mockle Myers? (laughs) (laughs) Mockle Mars. That's too much. That's, yeah, that's a hat on a hat. Yeah. <laughs> what is she, Mawson? Right, guys? That's enough. <laughs> Nay, what's next? Yeah. The new script. <laughs> let's go ahead and let's go ahead and stay on book. <laughs> <laughs> no more extra shit for me. <laughs> she watches out the window as Erica hugs her daughter. Maggie cradles Andy and looks up to see Ma in the window. With the flames raging behind her, Maggie walks upstairs to the second floor. She stands over Ben's dead body and looks lovingly down at him before caressing his face. She climbs into bed with him and places a soft kiss on his cheek. She cuddles up to Ben as the fire encroaches on the bed. She can hear sirens in the distance and we see the trucks rushing toward Ma's isolated and blazing house. It cuts to black and Lookout Weekend plays as the credits roll. So before I close this out, the Blu-ray did have an alternate ending and I wanted to talk about that very quickly. So in the alternate ending, the group is standing outside. So the group being Andy, Haley, Darrell and Chaz are standing outside with Ashley. So she's part of the crew now? She's in the crew now. Mm. Uh, Haley has no visible scarring on her lips, but um, (laughs) they're hanging out with Ashley and planning a party tonight. So they've not learned a lesson. Uh, Maggie and Jeannie come out of the school implying that they live together because Maggie's like, uh, mom's out of town, so we're on our own for dinner tonight. Okay. All right. So Andy, as Maggie and Jeannie are walking over to them, Andy goes, you know. (laughs) Oh, God. They declared Ma dead this morning, even though they never did find her body. Oh, <laughs> wait, what? How no, could they no, not? No, no, no. How could they not find yeah. her body? So they invite Jeannie to the rock piles with them, and she says yes. At the rock piles, they're all drinking while we see someone snatching a vial of diazepam at the vet's office. Ma who is bloodied and burned, is walking through the kennels. She's also wearing a denim hat that says the word sexy on it. But okay, she's walking through the kennels and we linger on a shot of Dr. Brooks' body in the cage. So I think that that's where that was supposed to go. Ah. So Ma 2, Electric Boogaloo, yeah. but they didn't. They didn't. In all, in all fairness, that makes way more sense with that murder because why would you? Yes, yes. Why would mm-hmm. you murder Dr. Brooks? Much, yeah. much better placement for when that reveal should have been if yeah. this was the ending makes way more sense but um yeah that was the alternate ending all right right mm-hmm. so as always what did you guys think of ma so i, I um the first about 40 minutes of it were pretty good mm-hmm. um after that it kind of went downhill for me it's really <laughs> Got some weird stuff. Going on. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I I don't know. I don't. 
I don't want to say it's a bad movie because it's not. Everybody's performance is good. I just struggle to... Like I said, that for me, there was no tension. There was no suspense. I'm just here like, oh, okay, there she's doing that now. Oh, there goes that. <laughs> All right. Like when she ran over Mercedes, I felt like that should have had way more of an impact. Yes. So you mean any impact? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it did hurt the movie for me. Uh, her trying to get fresh with the kids was not cool. I don't know what the fuck was going on with that. I don't know why she painted dude's face white. I don't know why she, I, I, I don't know why she was keeping her kids sick. I don't know what, like, it was very weird. Again, mm-hmm. just snatch these kids, kill them. And then you have a new piece of jewelry signifying a trophy, whatever. You still partying. I'm still mom, whatever, you know, again, you're covering <laughs> your tracks. Kids are going to, well, they're going to stick up for you. If they're like anything funny going on. No mom. Yeah. So great. And it's, yeah. that's why the kids are not thinking it because they're trying to protect their spot. Mm-hmm. It's just very weird. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't know. It, it was okay. It, you know, <laughs> I, I mean, I respect you, your using of the word okay. I'm, I, I'm trying, man. <laughs> I know. Um, and I will say I had a blast talking about it. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. I do want to thank everyone on Patreon for picking this one. Yeah. Because yes. it was a ton of fun to talk about. And I, if you enjoy this film a lot, I love that for you. Yeah. yeah. I can see what is enjoyable. That's the thing is it's not like you watch this and you're like, those are a piece of shit yeah, or whatever. No. It's not. It's not. No. I think I think I just kept getting annoyed because I feel like the film is getting in its own way. It is. Because we literally have like the easiest story here of just revenge from the past. Mm-hmm. So why are we bringing this daughter into it with Jeannie? Why are we uh, making her creepy with the kids? Yeah. yeah. Like just make it about flat out revenge. Make her a uh, somewhat more sympathetic character. And I mean, maybe just don't miss so many opportunities Mm -hmm. because you literally have, you have Octavia Spencer, man. Yeah. Don't waste her time. She can do anything. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And, and that's the other thing is that you, it's, it's well acted. Yeah. And so you're like, why, if it, if it just had a tighter script, Mm -hmm. all these extra things that you want to do, you don't have to do them. Yeah. I think that's where it went wrong for me is y'all are just you're throwing too much shit in the pot Mm -hmm. and you had something you overdid it. I don't I mean, I don't know. I don't know how else to explain it. Too much of the dice move. (laughs) Too too much dice move. Too much um, daughter. Too much. It's just it's just too much because when you have all of those spinning plates, something's not going to get tended to Mm -hmm. when things were added in afterward there's gonna be shit that's not fleshed out so i think that that was the problem we have these breadcrumbs about a husband that we know nothing about we have the daughter that was at school one minute out of school forever the next we don't know if this took place over six months or six days i mean like it's just it's it's confusing Mm -hmm. and after a certain point it just gets a little sloppy it's like, no, we need to more bodies. Okay, yeah. run her over. Okay, Dr. Brooks. Okay, Ben. I mean, it's just, it's 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 sloppy. Well, but when you think about it, when Ma has killed three people and then she's going to the grocery store, still going to work somehow. Uh-huh. Also um, throwing a party. Yep. Uh-huh. So, I mean. She's a busy woman. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's a modern babe in a modern world. <laughs> I but, just, uh, the pacing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's, it's flawed. 
Um, but I guess we can go into ratings. I'm really, really, really torn because Octavia Spencer is great. Mm-hmm. And she takes this role and she makes her... I'll say that I feel like Ma, Sue Ann, is a fleshed out character. Yeah. I think that what she does with her is really interesting. I don't like all of the, you know, the predatory shit that they have her doing, but the character that Octavia Spencer embodies is really great. Mm-hmm. Even the teens, I mean, oh, yeah. their performances were good. Uh-huh. There's Juliette Lewis, you know, of course. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's, you can't be like, oh, that that's terrible. Because it's not. I think that's what's so disappointing is you had something really, really great. You have a really good cast. Mm-hmm. You just, uh, you fumbled the ball. Yeah. I'm really torn. I came to the table with the rating, but talking about it, I feel like it should be lower now. Wow. <laughs> but I just, there's just so many holes and there's so, I mean, that last act, man, it's it's kind of a mess. It mm-hmm. is. Um, I'm going to leave it where it is, though, and just give the extra probably half point to Octavia because she deserves it. Mm-hmm. She really brought it um, more than the film deserved, I think. <laughs> yeah. uh, but again, you know, this is not, I wouldn't, it's not terrible. It just has problems. Yeah. I think like you said, one more rewrite, a couple more rewrites, trim a little bit of fat, flesh a couple things out. And this would have been great. This would have been really fucking cool. Yeah. And have things make logical sense. Yeah. yeah. When we have Erica meeting Sue Ann at the vet, why aren't we having any yeah. recognition? Yeah. Why aren't we taking some of the guilt home with us for Maggie to see? Because we saw Sue Ann today. Yeah. yeah. And you're remembering. Yes. Yeah. So it just doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't. Because you can tell that that piece was added on after. Yeah. Because nobody references that nothing yeah. like oh because i had a, you had a crush on me no because you orchestrated my assault yeah. like what that why why is nobody it's just it's a little it was tacked on and the rest of the film tells me that it was tacked on mm-hmm. yeah but octavia spencer you know <laughs> <laughs> um the one positive we can all agree yes on. You know what? Even talking about that kind of makes me a little bit mad because y'all really just tacked that on for like a ploy on the. I don't know. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that they did that. I don't like that they did that. Well, <laughs> even I know what you did last summer. They kept like, oh, we did something bad. Shut up. Don't talk about it. Yeah. Like, they yeah. They're carried guilt with them. Yeah. And they didn't have to look uh, Ben Willis in the face yeah. when they dropped their dog off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, honestly, what would work even better? is if they all already lived here and Sue Ann moved back into town. Ah. Uh, yeah. And okay. maybe they are like, not conspiracy, but they're yeah. like, we did something horrible yeah. to this woman. She worked on a boat. Yeah. Right. yeah. And <laughs> she, she wore a, a slicker. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she had a son named... Ben. 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 <laughs> <laughs> well, no, she's Ben. <laughs> oh, shit. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I meant to say she's wearing a slicker that everybody else seems to have for yeah. some reason. Yeah, everyone. <laughs> Just for one scene. Mm-hmm. But, um... No, I just, I think that that might Son work better. Will. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. It's like, what is this guy's name? Ben I forgot. Yeah. The worst <laughs> line ever. Yeah. Oh, no. The best line ever. Mm. Yeah, I no, don't know. Um, 
Quit stalling on your rating. I know, I am. Hey, wasn't that great? I don't know what you did last summer. Mm-mm. Let's talk about that one. Um, we have. No, no more twirling. <laughs> Extensively. <laughs> yes. Um, all right. Uh, I don't know about that extra half point now because that is pretty upsetting. So on a scale from one to ten problematic parties, I am going to give Ma... With a little bit of love, because this isn't horrible, and I can see the potential, but you just did not come to class prepared, and I can't <laughs> give you a passing grade if you didn't come to class prepared. <laughs> so I'm going to give Ma 5.5 problematic parties out of 10. All right. This was not awful, as I've said numerous times, but the fact that you really had a gym here, mm-hmm. and you have Octavia Spencer, who did the damn work, it's so disappointing that this is what y'all put in front of yeah. us. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I will now open up the floor. Wow, that makes me kind of feel like I have a score that's too high now. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> but, well, I, the ending song, I will I will say that I wanted to give the movie a full point for that ending song, the credit song, because my older brother used to listen to that all the time <laughs> when I was a kid, and I loved the shit out of that song. Um but really sitting here, I did have a lot of fun as well talking about it. And it, it and you're right, it's not a bad movie at all. The the performances are great. I mean, the movie looks fine. There's nothing it it is just the way that it's carried and it's it's very weird. And I I, I like I said, it it was there was a point, I think it was about the last twenty minutes of the movie. Uh-huh. I really was I hate to say that I was struggling with it, but I paused the movie for a good five minutes to hype myself up to finish the movie. And I, I don't mean, God damn. I, I, I don't mean it like, like I think what it was, was like I said, everything kept lining up too perfect and too quick. Nothing felt like it mattered. Nothing felt like yeah. it was impactful. So that whole time I'm like, okay, so we're just going to finish out the movie with her. What getting a revenge or, you know what I mean? So it, it, it doesn't leave a lot to the imagination when everything that she wants to do is already happening. Yeah. So, and there is no consequence for it. So now it's just, well, what is she going to do next? Oh, that's okay. So who who's on your list now? Instead of there being some kind of chase or some kind of worry, she's never worried. No. She shoots the cops <laughs> and then she's like, help me clean up this mess. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding? It's well, she's like, I've killed four people already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's going to happen. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. Just, yeah. I just left them there. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And nothing happened. It, it, it just, it did. For me, it didn't help. Uh, it, I don't know. It kind of weighed the movie down for me. But I did. I will agree. If you've never seen it, I'd at least say give it a shot. Yeah. yeah. Watch the movie. Give it a chance. See what you think. And, it, and and you're right. There is a lot of things that I can see why people would like this movie. For sure. But for me, there's just a lot of things that just didn't work for me. So I didn't like the movie as much. Now, I um, I think I'm I'm going to go ahead and rip off you because uh, <laughs> I did say that I wanted to give the movie a full ass point for the ending song. Uh-huh. But is that really enough to save what <laughs> what happened in those last 20 minutes? Right. So I think on uh, for me as well on a on a scale of 1 to 10 problematic parties, I'm going to give Ma a 5.5. 5. 
I had it at a six, but remember that full point was for the song. <laughs> but again, thinking about it, is that really enough for me to just jam out at the end those last two three minutes and then? Da, 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 I, end, I, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like nah, it's not. It's I not. think the song meant so much to you because you were struggling so much at the end. Yeah, and it was <laughs> like, uh, here we go. Yeah. Like, yes, thank you. <laughs> um, for me, I mean, and I agree with you hundred percent. That's one thing that always bothers me about um, social media, I guess, mm. is when people are like, oh, I hated that movie. Don't watch it. Yeah. Watch no, it. Watch no, it. yeah, watch it. Yeah. Form your own opinion. You tell me what you think. If we disagree, we'll talk about it. Yeah. That's, that's always that's, an interesting conversation. Yeah. Especially when two people have such opposing views on a movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You tell me what you liked about it. Maybe I'll see. Yeah. Things exactly. that I didn't see. I. That's why I, is, is that gatekeeping? What is that? Is that just being a dick? <laughs> When people are like, "Don't watch it." Oh, oh, I thought I was like, "No, I thought yeah. you were talking about what no, you." No, 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 no. no. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, kind of. I think it's just being an ass. It okay. is, it's being a dick, All you right. know, because I feel like that's part of the fun. You go watch it. You come back with your opinion. We can have a discussion, and maybe you can sway me, or I can sway you on it. You yeah. know what I mean? And then we can both either think the same thing or continue to agree to disagree. Yeah. And then still be friends and still have a friendly conversation about it. Yeah. Either way. Yeah. yeah the problem arises and we've talked about this many times before on the show is when I didn't like this and if you like it you're stupid if you like it then you're not a real horror fan Uh. if you don't like this you're not a real horror fan Uh. that's when that's the gatekeeping okay that's when you get to a point where it's like okay the discourse is not even fun like it's not even fun to talk about this with you and who who the fuck made you the arbiter of what literally a horror fan is all I'm saying is that if you gave this movie a 10 I love you yeah. yeah no that's fine and it too if you, yeah. a, a if you gave it a one it i love matter. you too yeah. and i'm happy for everyone all mm-hmm. right um but for me here's the thing <laughs> <laughs> i think that one thing that really hurts this film for me is that there is for me no rewatch value because all that's going to happen if i watch it again is get annoyed and disappointed <laughs> because of the promise of the premise yeah, yeah. and how good it could have been for me but it wasn't for me <laughs> I just want to make sure everyone understands. Yeah. I, look, I, I think you've established. Yeah, but it sounds like you're pressing a button. <laughs> it sounds exactly the same every time for me. For me. For for me. me. <laughs> the thing is, is that I, I, um, I haven't come down very harsh on a movie like this in a while. For yeah, me. for me. Yeah, and so it feels weird for, for me. No, my button's stuck. Um. No, but the thing is, is that, you know, I've, I've gone on about the negatives enough. Uh, positively, Octavia Spencer's great. She gives the character more than necessary. Yeah. yeah. And makes it to where you do feel things for this character. And you do kind of have, at some points, conflicting emotions. Yeah. And it's all because of her performance. Juliette Lewis. Yeah. Always, yeah. Love Juliette Lewis. Uh, and when you think about the idea alone, even if it's... um referencing a lot of other films that in my view for me (laughs) did it better i think that what we have here is an idea that is pretty interesting Mm -hmm. oh yeah but um it's just not for For me me. (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) (laughs) that was already you're cut off (laughs) but that was already programmed That's that's what i always say um, on a scale from one to ten, uh, problematic parties. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give Ma four point five problematic parties out of ten. I just, uh, you know, wasn't it? Yeah. Wasn't it for, for you? Me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
Well, that's all from us at Podmortem. What would you rate Ma and what should we watch next? Let us know on Twitter at the Podmortem. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and like us on Facebook. Be sure to follow each of us on Twitter at Blood and Smoke, at RealStreeter84, and at TravisMWH. Please consider pledging to our Patreon and stay tuned until after the music for a special shout out to our Wendigo Getter patrons. And remember, be wary of the intentions of others. If an arrangement seems too good to be true, it probably is. Until next time. Thank you for staying tuned for our thank you to our Wendigo Getter patrons. Yeah. yeah. Woo. Hey, look right. at y'all. Yeah. <laughs> we pointed at it. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at you. I had to. Picked a up the collar and everything. <laughs> <laughs> a special thank you to Chris Ontiveros, Kristen Lofton, Megan Martinez, Kimberly Bass, Sophie Hodson, Anthony Jerome M., Jordan Nash, Kent Morton, Lala Thomas, Travis and Nisa Hunter, Miguel Myers, ATX, Jennifer Perez, Allison O'Neill, Carissa, TJ and Angie Bronson, Gabrielle Trevino, Spooky Mom, Andy Teague, Applin Ontiveros, Karima Rhodes, Antonio Huerta, Kimberly Kleindienst, Will Brown, Sydney Smith, Osvaldo Soto, Bobby Holmes, Donna Eason, J.D. Rizak, Molly Gerhardt, Armand Spasto, Aaron Aguirre, Eggie, William Berry, Brittany Ramatar, Charity Oxner, Amanda Six, Mandy Rainwater, Eden, Jordan Roberts, Dylan, Melissa Sierra, Holly Bryan, Jordan Blevins, Liz Heath, Spencer Montalvo, Pancake the Panda, John Ramos, Michael Newding, Alexis Roberts, Dan Laveau, Itzy M, Gary Horton, Leisha Olivier, Kate Lamp, Carlos and Sydney, Jessica Hunter, Helena Rudder, Alan Johnston, Mariah, Livy Fun, Mandy M, Scott Troutman Wise, Towton Watson, Mozzie Bear, Brittany G, Dave Burke, Adrian Stakes, Nick Spill, Emma Hagel Kissinger, Valerie G, Emiliana, Brian Glass, CB, Maya Noches, Taylor Santana, Will Lewison, Angelique, Smelly Poo Poo Head, Beth Bauer, Ben Coons, Cookie, Esperanza J, Jason Kyle OKC, Joshua Rumley, Danielle Peralta, Hannah R, Brandon, Nicholas Carter, Sawyer Reese Farr, Dr. Diva Loves Horror, Girl That's Scary, M. Fryback, Cassandra, Andrea Simmons, Ashley Hagetta, William Rush, Ryan Brom, Megan Ochoa, Laura Lassiter, Natalie de Guzman, Eileen O., Marissa E., Sydney, Henry F., Megan M., Christy Beck, Nancy and Andy, Amanda Lopez, Cody Graves, Andy Terrell, Jason Hanavan, ML Tafoya, Abigail Spitzer, Katie K., Erica Morin, Cameron S., Nicole Stewart, Tris Wynn, K.87, Mariah Jensen, Carrie A., Lonnie Lono, Powell, Kayla E., Maggie H., Fernando Dominguez, and Murder Stina. Woo! Wow. Thank you so much. Thank you. We really appreciate it. Yes, and especially... Thank you for not making us drink alone. (laughs) (laughs) We're drinking coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Until next time.